0: Hey everybody, why do we like scary movies? Shit don't make no sense. Why do you wanna see people get stabbed? Actually, it kinda does make sense, but we got some research to back it up, maybe some thoughtables for you. Plus, we got more about work culture because that's still rolling out. Uh, Also, some dude fisted a cow. That's exciting. This might be the best podcast ever, so keep listening to this frightening bowl of dude soup. (laughs) Nailed it. Whenever Omar nails that timing. Fucking nailed it. Feels good. (laughs) Good. Gotta take a drink. Yeah. Oh, if only this podcast didn't happen at two in the afternoon.
1: We're supposed to be like
0: sober. Fair enough. Oh. All right, let me introduce my panelists of uh, expert horror enthusiasts. Got Alana, favorite movie is Mulan uh, Pierce. I'm going to keep trying every right. week. Uh, Elise, favorite actor is Tyrese Willems.
2: God, how did you know?
0: I mean, it's mean, the first week actor. and you got it. <laughs> it's oh easy. Oh, God. But since that shot in Too Fast when he punches out that window, you're like, damn. And uh, then there's also, John, favorite food is prawn, Holland. Yeah, I ought to change my Twitter bio.
1: Whenever someone that. says that, I get very confused because we say prawn, and then when you say prawn, I think of pawn, but with the R and the other.
0: Very confusing. Prawn. prawn. Oh, I see, like PR0. Yeah. N. Makes sense. Like a funhouse title. I've always, been, <laughs> I've always been wondering what the uh, the difference is because in America, it seems like if they're small, they're shrimp, and if they're big, they're prawn. But they're not different yeah, animals. Yeah, I have no
1: fucking idea what shrimp is. Tiny I size. think it might just be prawn also. I don't
0: know. Basically. It's small prawns. All right. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by three sponsors. Uh, dude Soup is brought to you by Burrow. Burrow makes clever, uncompromising furniture for modern life at home. Uh, you can also get a Dollar Shave Club starter set for just $5 at dollarshaveclub.com slash dude. And Robinhood is an investing app that is giving listeners of this podcast a free stock uh, like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. Uh, you can get that by signing up at dudesoup.robinhood.com. So thank you, sponsors. Hear more from them later. Uh, first of all, I'm really, I'm really fascinated by this article. I got a, got a little horror compilation <coughs> to throw up in the background. Yeah, there we go. Hopefully that, make sure that's muted. All right. Uh, so this is an, uh, an, this is an article that I found on broadly, which is like a subdivision of Vice. But essentially, it's. Uh, The uh, headline is, Why Some Anxious People Find Comfort in Horror Movies. So this is something that I've been just really curious about for a very long time. Um, Namely, and this is also super anecdotal, but in my my life, the people that I've known that typically are the most just like anxious and scared of everyday phenomena, uh, and I'll get into more detail into that in a minute, but they also seem to find the most catharsis in horror. And again, super anecdotal. I think in my personal life, I can think of maybe four examples. But this article caught my attention because it seemed to provide some sort of scientific explanation for why that might be. Uh, The author, who herself uh, has a high degree of anxiety, uh, noticed this in herself. Like I always find uh, horror movies to be particularly cathartic and comforting. So she talked to two doctors who were doing studies on the matter. Uh, here's a couple of quotes for you, quote, exposure to horror films can be gratifying when the negative emotions caused by the film are manageable. Dr. Matthias, uh, Claussen, uh, said, Claussen has been studying the psychological effects of horror movies for over 15 years, uh, continues on, quote, moreover, there's a psychological distance when we watch a horror film. We know it's not real, or at least some parts of our brain know it isn't real. Other parts, ancient structures located in the limbic system respond as though it were real. Uh, goes on to say, I'm not surprised to learn that some anxious individuals find horror mo- films therapeutic, he said. The genre allows us to voluntarily and under controlled circumstances get experience with negative emotion. Hmm. So yeah, for me, horror films were it's odd. I find like a weird amount of anxiety going into a horror film, but once I'm in it I'm like, oh, this is just fun. Mm-hmm. But uh, there is, it is almost like a roller coaster type of feeling of like going up the hill. I don't want to do it, but once I'm in it, I feel okay. Whereas other people? are super ant to go and experience that intensity. And they um. often let down.
1: Well, I'm hmm. the opposite, okay? I don't think I'm an anxious person really at all, but I love horror. It's my favorite genre of all things, including games, movies, everything. Uh, but I will be, I guess, kind of nervous going into a theater, but then just... No, I'll usually be excited, but I'll stay nervous the whole film. So, like, I can play a horror game and have to pause regularly or, like, look away from the screen sometimes, mm-hmm. but I love it the whole time. But mm-hmm. otherwise, don't feel anxiety. So I wonder if it's because it's the only experience I have with anxiety?
0: Maybe. Do you think that's why it is? What elements of horror do you find find, uh, engrossing or interesting?
1: I think my favorite thing about it is mystery, because a lot of horror is based in mystery. That's true. So anything where I can't easily predict what's going to happen, I'm generally going to enjoy more and like generally my favorite horror games are things like Silent Hill PT or like Resident Evil where there is a safe space of some kind that you know that you can just sort of push towards getting to and then once you leave that room you have no fucking idea what you're in for and that's the kind of thing that I like but Mm -hmm. Elise your favorite genre of movies is horror as well right or do you just like them a lot
2: I think I exist on either end of the spectrum so either like really really funny things or like very scary things and mystery is a big part of what I love too
0: hmm yeah. Interesting. Is, has there ever been a movie that combines all those things in a in a great way?
2: I mean, I think, like Alana said, most horror movies have some element of mystery that yeah. you're unpacking. The plot. Yeah. If like they don't, a, they're probably bad. Yeah. If there's <laughs> if there's nothing like, oh, to unpack, mm-hmm. it's probably not a very compelling plot. <laughs> do you are you a horror guy? No, I do like yeah.
3: horror, and it's funny, I feel like the horror movies of the last ten years have kind of tried to like meet both ends of that spectrum that you talked about. Of like, hey, here's these funny moments that kind of. So you can turn back towards the screen, but then we're going to scare the shit out of you.
1: Well, Get Out is a good example of not yeah. necessarily a horror movie, but a social horror Thriller, yeah. Yeah. As Jordan Peele. Mm-hmm. Is that what he calls it? Yeah, that makes sense. They call it social
0: horror. And,
1: and, but it's also very funny. And they yeah. like actually ma- manage that pretty well. I guess just, I, I count Cabin in the Woods as a comedy. Yeah.
3: But Dark comedy, maybe. It's
2: so horror-ish.
3: I know what you did last summer. Kind of had like this. Yeah. Yeah. I
2: don't like adult. Scream. The Scream movies are very funny. Yeah,
3: to, Scream, to, to in a min- minimal
2: level level, but um, I, mean, I like stuff when stuff's really like dark and terrible. Yeah and so do I. I, get, I think I actually get more uneased. I don't really find a lot of horror like that scary um, and maybe that's desensitization to it. Like, like I think either your article or one of the like a bunch of other articles because like I was looking researching a bunch of the other articles about anxiety and the correlation to horror talks about like When you are, um, you know, doing aversion therapy with somebody and you're stimulating the amygdala, Mm -hmm. uh, which is the, like, part of your brain responsible for this, it's showing someone the same visual. And I guess that works the same with, like, Mm -hmm. horror and desensitization, though. So I guess Mm -hmm. to a certain point, I wonder if, like, you're an anxious person and you look to horror as your escapism, if, like... It becomes a sense of comfort to you that you need to like keep looking for like worse horror, like because hmm. like I oh, I really love stuff like that, like sympathy for Mr. Vengeance oh. or something where it's like it just leaves you like feeling horrible after. And it's <laughs> like, like hereditary. Like I love yeah, that.
0: Yeah, it's I felt like shit. And oftentimes. James,
2: the James, because I saw it like twice in theaters. And James, the second time, he was like, "No, I'm not really? going." Yeah. Oh, because
0: it was too intense, or it's awful. He,
2: he's like, he's like, I don't need to see that again. But for me, like, I yeah. I, I like. I don't, it doesn't bother me. And it's yeah. a, the escapism thing where you're getting out of your own, ha- like, your problems are dwarfed uh, by hmm. watching, hmm. It, it becomes like a flight or or, or fight, uh, which is a lot more, I think, bigger problems than mm. does that Does that person like me? Are they judging me? Like, are you, when you're an anxious person and you're like, mm-hmm. you know. Okay. It's like it gives you a perspective. You, yeah, I think yeah. it's it's just total like removal from... From, from what makes you anxious, because yep. your mind is so stimulated, it's um, kind of meditative. Makes sense. Mm, yeah. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think I probably just like the moves. adrenaline, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it, it's know. a chemical thing too, because James and I talk about this too, um, and his thing is like, well, I'm sure it's like a dopamine rush or whatever. Like you're, you know, you go to the gym and it's this, it's the same kind of response. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah.
0: I because it's funny that you talked. Uh, you brought up those particular movies. The only because to, yeah, to me, like the slasher. Paranormal aspect always trends towards comedy because there's something, something fantastic guys have about Halloween it. You seen Halloween yet? Yeah. Uh, the new one? No, not yet. Because no. there
1: are moments in that that are funny. Yeah, well there a, ought to be. The little
2: kid is great. Oh yeah, <laughs> the best part. He was a really good actor. Yeah.
0: But for me, I the uh, the thing that I find the most terrifying are the ones where it is just human beings being as awful to each other as they possibly can. Like the Vengeance trilogy, Green yeah. Rangers,
3: uh, the Strangers, Thousand Miles. Oh yeah, uh, that was just no jump scares, no nothing. It's just people, just like you knew they were coming. Mm. Yeah. It just kind of, fought. and also they broke a lot of rules in that movie. But yeah, it's people being. have seen any of. absolute
2: worst. Of you just
3: listed That is oh, Have Bridges' The uh, uh, oh, scariest
0: right
2: movie.
3: <laughs> really?
0: Those are the worst. <laughs> I don't
2: know how I know that.
0: But it is. Something for Lady Vengeance is brutal.
2: Yeah, though, Mr. Vengeance bothers me more because yeah. there's. Well, I don't know if you can I talk about this? Will it spoil it for you guys if you've even seen it? Uh, I haven't, but it's fine. I feel like it will. It's.
0: Movies great. are a bit on the old side, right? Mm. Yeah, they're older. Eh. Well, there's a part in Mr. Mis- Hopefully, for- this motivates somebody to watch the trilogy. Yeah, never mind.
2: Then I shouldn't talk. About
0: no, 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 no. I would say talk about it, but just aside from this one that she's about to talk about, there were two other movies in this sort of yeah, package that are amazing.
2: Yeah, Old Boy, sympathy for Mr. Ven- or Mr. Vengeance and sympathy for Lady Vengeance. But yeah. like, there's a there's just a part where they they abduct this kid because they want to try to get a ransom, and he, he's uh, one of the people that abducts him is deaf, so the kid's like drowning behind him and he can't hear. Mm-hmm. It's happening, mm-hmm. and so you're watching it, and you're watching him in the foreground, and this happening in the background, and you're like, "Oh my god!" And it's just that, that like, like that's what I need to like put me over. <laughs> I read <laughs> shit like that on Reddit all the time. I do like t- I'll read about
1: like awful fucked up stuff like that on Reddit, and and one of them was like something similar to that where it was an old couple who lived together and. The woman was deaf and the man fell over on on the kitchen floor and like yelled for her all night, but uh, she couldn't hear him. He, he lives and yeah. so he was fine, oh. but he was just there in pain with a broken hip for eight hours until she happened to wake yeah. up and try to get tea. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I feel bad, Scroll.
3: That scroll, to me is a
2: hundred times scarier than, you know, a ghost or watching somebody.
3: Uh, Something that could really happen. Sure. Yeah. Well, wait,
2: but that's a good
1: follow-up question. What, what, what would you all say the, the thing that you are most afraid of is? You must most scale. Bees, just a little bit of bees.
3: Down. Bees, yeah, just um,
1: be- don't kill. Um, there was a bees bunch of bees out here the other day. We were like,
3: I know, I didn't, and I never left the building. Yeah, <laughs> I've <wasn't fucking laughs> been stuck
1: in a car before <laughs> because there was bees everywhere. I was like, I guess I'm not leaving this fucking car. Yeah,
3: yeah, no, I'm not totally there. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Come back around to me. I really want to think about that because mm. I think it's it's got to be something that is actually possible. Yeah, to happen.
0: Yeah. To me, it's uh, mobs. Like, like mobs? Yeah, when a large group of people get so consumed that they forget themselves, mm-hmm. uh, there's there's a whole psychological phenomenon around it, and it's happened through history a number of very scary times, and we might be in one of them now. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, when it's like a Salem's witch Salem witch trials. Yeah, yeah, basically like, when when everybody modality. just gets yeah just really amped up and hates a thing.
2: Yeah.
0: And there's really no deterrent. Like indoctrination that's part of it yeah but just yeah mobs in general just because it's real and mm. I can't imagine like still being a sane thinking person trying to talk people out of you couldn't a public hanging yeah you can't because they want the blood and when everybody's in a group uh, you know there are movies where a powerful orator can get up and, and talk people out of doing a horrible thing mm. and God to just to me I think the scariest thing is being in that position where you know what the right thing to do is and knowing that you're probably going to get beaten to death by a group for doing the Even right trying thing. trying to do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. that's... Oh, that makes my skin crawl because... Yeah. Oh, you would have hated the 1920s. Yes. <laughs> I, would I would have, too, but... Yeah, we all
2: would have. I personally would have enjoyed it. Yeah, I was I was going to say, if you were, like, really... If you think, oh, I would have had a great time in the 1920s, maybe... You're, you're dick. No. yeah.
0: <laughs> and everything to smell like cigarette smoke I mean, and you know, the roaring 20s, flappers, sure, but Yeah, I would have lived for, like, 10 else. years. Yeah. I
1: would have just died of asthma. But I'm... Um, mine's spiders, but that's fine. Like, that's so easy to say. But then... It it might be irrational. I guess maybe every intense fear is irrational. Mm -hmm. But every time that I walk into my apartment, I have to look everywhere out of fear that there is someone waiting for me in my apartment.
2: Do you check behind the shower curtain?
1: I don't do that. I don't have a shower curtain. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Everything glass. Oh. (laughs) But I I am, like, I will always be like, check every corner of a room that I walk into if I'm alone, basically. Just be like, is there someone here to kill me? I'm also... I guess I walk around alone a fair bit, and I'm always, like, if I see a car parked on the side of the road, I'll make sure I walk on the other side. Oh, yeah. Because I'm terrified of, like, being grabbed into a car or whatever.
2: Yeah, I like I walk Benson a lot late at night, or I'm walking home from, like, yoga or something, and I'm always, like, keys in my hand in case I yeah. have to, like, jab someone. But that, I think, mm. is a lot of women. It, it's Probably. Like, um, but do you, uh, like, do you see shapes of, like, there's a shadow of something, and yet first you think it's, like,
1: yeah. It was, I used to be scared of my uh, PC chair. I have just like, oh, yeah. a shitty generic PC gaming chair, and I used to like wake up and just see the outline of it and be like, possum. and then we're like, "No, still just the chair. Same thing. I Same thing. It's always
3: been. Yeah. Yeah. Because well, also I can't see. So like when I wake up in the middle of the night and I don't have my glasses on, oh, yeah. holy shit, everything's terrifying. Mm.
2: Me too. Man, I bet. Mm. Damn. For see, like for me, like it's like Alzheimer's. Is this is my like greatest oh, fear? Okay. yeah Yeah, because I'm all I already have a very awful mm. memory. Oh, you're scared of yourself getting. I'm it. scared. Of, yeah, I'm, oh. that is like my greatest fear. Um, See, that's maybe like, up one
1: because you wouldn't know. Or, you know
2: someone I really love. But, like, I have that too. But um, I, yeah. that like that to me is like more terrifying than any like. Hmm. It's horror, so you know. have I feel
1: you, like having a stroke is pretty terrifying, too. Like, people mm-hmm. who can still think perfectly consciously but can't necessarily okay. move That's
3: anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It, it depends on the severity. Because my dad had one back uh, when I was very young. But I remember a few years ago just asking him, like, did you notice anything different that morning? He was like, no, I got up. You know, I didn't have anybody to talk to because he gets up before everybody. So, it was like, I didn't notice my speech. Oh, um, I didn't feel a certain type of way. I just know I felt off. And then he's like, so then I just I went and did what the natural person would do, go lay back down for a little yeah. bit. And then when he woke back up, he was like, okay, something's really wrong because he fudged it on the side of his face. And even then he still had to be like, you know, you're trying to tell yourself, like, nothing's wrong. I'm just, you know, no caffeine or something like that. And then finally, I think my mom just had to force him to do, like, I'm calling 911. Was he not speaking properly? Um, I don't think he, he was a man of very few words. so I don't think he would have <laughs> noticed. Um, so I don't know. I didn't get a chance to, to ask him. but I just asked him about that morning. And he was just like, yeah. Yeah. I knew something was off, but I didn't quite know what. And he was like, I still felt young and invincible, so like I wasn't suspecting that a, a yeah. stroke was happening. Yeah. Um, but that runs in on his side of the family, just like Alzheimer runs on my mom's side of the family. So Ugh. I've got these two things trying to, yeah. which one's gonna win? I don't know
1: my granddad had like 20 strokes and was always fine mm-hmm. I think it, like it, that taught me a lot and be like oh he had a stroke and everyone be like is he okay and am like yeah he's fine yeah. He's, he's just, he went to hospital just he's chill he's very, very lucky yeah. yeah, there was one time where he tried to break out of the hospital though because he was convinced that they were like imprisoning him um. which like he just kind of he was fantastic human love him to bits but there was just one day where he went insane and tried to break out of the hospital and like yeah. stealth his way out of there and they were like what the fuck are you doing he
0: was I- like you can't keep me here <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of hoping he just I was like, today I'm gonna break out. Yeah. He oh. might have
1: been. Yeah.
0: Hopefully it was more just it was more a wild adventure than uh, I think he was on drugs or something. I don't dementia. know. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: It definitely wasn't dementia. He was yeah, he's totally fine. He just trying to break out one day.
0: Mm. Yeah. Man, I guess that's another one of my particular fears is that moment when something breaks in your body or your mind, and you know that it'll never get better. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I guess Alzheimer's is kind of a factor of that, mm-hmm. but yeah. um, as somebody who's like straining to a, to achieve a normal physical life, basically after being overweight for most of my life, I'm terrified that it's going to hit exactly when my body hits a permanent downslope. So if I ever do something stupid and like twist an ankle and I go to the doctor and they're just like, yeah, it's busted for good. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. You just have a bad ankle now.
2: There's nothing worse than being 30 and then having that realization that you wish you had taken care of your health the way you do now and then when you were 20. Yeah. You know? That's why I'm mm-hmm. flossing.
0: You got a floss. Yeah,
2: it's James. Oh, so. I mean, always, on me, always on me with the floss. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, this is one of the it. things that you alluded to, Elise, uh, in regards to the amygdala and like the uh, desensitization, how that can be yeah. therapeutic. Uh, the same article talks to a different doctor, uh, Dr. Maria Ironside, which is the coolest <gasps> name in the world. Uh, she should work for Shield. <laughs> she, <should>. she really <laughs> should. I read her comic book. Always like, always pulling a gun. I even slapped my yeah. Yeah. Didn't need I got to so slap excited. Slapped computer about it. I'm so excited. Also. Ooh, I can't tell if that's an that's, online or not. That's release.
1: probably mine. I malt a lot.
0: That's all right. Sorry. Uh, so quote: There's a part of the brain that is largely thought to signal danger. This is called the amygdala, or am- amygdala. I actually don't know how to pronounce it. I don't know either. Ooh. Well, we got to toss it. Both them now. sound very confident. So I think
1: amygdala sounds like tomato tomato. it's either a Star Wars character or <laughs> a pop punk band.
3: Both awesome. It's probably
2: amygdala. I just think of uh, Abdullah al-Avangada.
3: Something's wrong with his Mandula al-Avangada.
2: Every time I, I was reading like art, different articles today, I just kept thinking. that.
3: I thought you old. were trying to say earlier. I was like, man, at least it's butchering <laughs> Mandula avangada <laughs> <Abangada. laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Let's see here. It goes on. Studies oh. have shown that people with high-trait anxiety, meaning very anxious people, and anxiety disorders have a hyperactive amygdala compared to healthy people. Uh, Research shows that if people repeatedly see a picture of a fearful face in an experiment, their amygdala reaction to this decreases over time. In exposure therapy for phobias, patients are exposed to the source of their phobia, uh, closed spaces or spiders, and over time learn that it is not associated with a negative outcome and hence become less fearful of it. This is similar to your scary movie idea, though I'm not sure it would work, as I think this kind of approach needs to be more targeted to specific fears.
2: I guess it's like fear of public speaking. Like the more you do it. Yeah, the, mm-hmm.
0: but you have to kind of yeah. step your way up yeah. into it. So speak in front of one person, then two, then five. It's, it's, so this part was interesting to me because uh, uh, trying to decide how anonymous to be. There is a person uh, that I talk to extensively about issues of anxiety and things mm-hmm. like that. Also yeah. has a deep love of horror. And the way she described it is something that I later understood to be called catastrophizing, which is that in any point in your life, any single event or consequence, your brain takes it and runs with it through every possible negative outcome, ending at the worst possible thing. So it's something like-
1: It's like Doctor Strange, but real shit.
0: Yes, yeah. Just anxiety. But not even the one possible outcome Mm -hmm. where you went against Thanos. So it's like, you're late to work. You're going to miss a meeting. You'll get fired. Yeah. You won't be able to make rent. You'll be unemployed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You'll be homeless and die on the street, all because you missed an exit on the highway.
2: Very anxious people will, like, have a test coming up, and they'll think of all the negative things that could, could happen when really they should just focus on studying for that test. Right? Yeah. You know?
0: It's logically more productive, but I could... Given that I'm like kind of connecting all these wires in my head, it makes sense that someone who does that habitually, where it's not a, a, a specific fear, mm-hmm. it's just the tendency of their brain to run wild and think of negative outcomes. In horror movies, they're all negative outcomes. Everything is catastrophized. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like, you go to a cabin in the woods, and yes, of course there's a slasher there, and of course they kill all your friends and then you, uh, because that's what your brain normally thinks. So I guess in some way, to see it, feel those uh, emotions, and then walk out of the movie theater and feel okay, I could see how that would be therapeutic to somebody yeah. who mm-hmm. routinely imagines the worst in all situations.
1: Hearing that just makes it suck that so much of education or even workforces doesn't take uh, things like anxiety seriously. They're just like, harden up. You'll, you'll live with it. But if that was your thought process all the time, that would be extremely hard. Like, I have a friend who definitely has anxiety to the extent where even if he likes a girl, he will never do anything that would indicate that he liked her because he's so terrified that it could happen that... She would think he was creepy, and then like he he would have like ruined everything by being a creep. And it's like mm-hmm. but you, don't, you, you you can't think that way. Like, what if you just asked her out? And he's like, but what if she thinks it's creepy? It's like, fuck, man. Like, I don't know how to help you. And he'll just like a girl, but never fucking tell her. Sounds like
0: you described me middle school. <laughs> yeah, I think every every young dude goes through that yeah. phase. And it's I get that. So there's, there are people who are, fi- I guess, fighting back against the culture of women speaking out because mm-hmm. it makes guys feel bad, and that sucks. It's possible to manage those, uh, that anxiety while still being yourself and talking with people as long as you just have boundaries in mind. But I, I definitely understand the like aspect of it's easier to clam up and not make anything uncomfortable for anyone else. Yeah, because yeah, if you blow it, like that's, there,
3: that's it, you
0: know. And, you, yeah, and then you just want to go yeah. die, and like you want to apologize, but that makes it worse. So yeah. if it's like you're fidgeting. I'm sorry, but you're pretty. And they're like oh, yeah. the worst, yeah. Yeah, absolutely the worst.
2: And you will never meet another woman,
0: ever. That never ever, the
2: only woman. That, that was that the exists. perfect one. Yeah. You
0: plotted your life and. already. <sighs> she like, wore that Sonic shirt, and I yep. love Sonic, so it's meant to be. Yep. To what
2: mm. you said, a lot of people discount like emotional distress, psychological distress as real disorders, but then they're not thinking of what like toxic stress. And that anxiety can do the mental marathon you do constantly mm-hmm. how that can affect you physically
0: affect your True. physical
2: health and um i for one think that's why we need to train the apes
0: to do our jobs. To do first. our jobs.
2: Ah. Quite a know. conclusion you came to. No, you got it. I didn't no, know where I was I like going it. with that. That was my anxiety of at least were you taking this thought? And then I went <laughs> monkeys on typewriters, and then I went, no, I, we will train I, the, I've the got animals. Got
3: it. Everyone, you have to buy your own monkey, okay. whatever. And you have to train it to the best of my ability to go work for you.
1: See, that made so me everyone, anxious because I'm like, how am I gonna feed this fucking ape? My apartment's too small. Where am I gonna put it during the day?
3: They that's true. Itself. Well, you have to just train it to kind of be like a dog. Like, it just lives among you and whatnot like that. It'll take a couple of generations and I break can't fit a hand. dog in my pocket. But you're you're responsible for your ape.
2: <laughs> yeah, we are all responsible well, for our, our own apes.
3: apes. What if we get a shithead ape, though? I you mean, know? that's life like sometimes. It's like a real piece of shit. get huh? dealt the wrong cards. You got to make the best. They,
0: your ape can go work at a car wash. Oh, yeah. Oh, I like that. John Smith
2: gets an ape. He brings him to work and then I'm taking care of his ape.
0: John Smith's Ape would be the coolest. Yeah. Hold it'd be, up. rolling wearing just a white Just to be clear, we're day. not
2: bringing back
1: slavery,
0: correct? No, no, no. absolutely not. Okay.
1: You, you said work at a car, shop, car wash, and I was like, you, you're making it you get a job. Does it earn some of the money? We're equal. No, well, no, because <laughs> Ape
3: doesn't have an economy to really spend money in. They just get bananas and back rubs, so, like, they're cool with that.
2: All right. I, I could live in that economy, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Don't
3: like know fantasia, how we got here. No, but.
2: that all happened because I, I had anxiety and panicked, and my brain went, your brain right now is just a bunch of monkeys on typewriters smoking cigars, not, and all the pages mm. they're pulling out are blank, Elise. And then I articulated that. Beautiful. So that's but I But it would is, say it the is worst. a good point, and it's like a thing that
1: I feel like people are becoming more aware of slowly. Yes. That you know, that's a so. thing that can affect people very seriously, and that mm-hmm. you should take it seriously. And if someone says, "I have anxiety," it's not like, "Don't be anxious." It's like, no, I have anxiety. That's a <laughs> it's a different teeth, thing, for the most
2: part. Is the company working toward that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel
1: like I have chronic fatigue, which means that I'm just fucking tired all the time. Like, all the time. And sometimes people will be like, you should sleep more. And be like, doesn't matter. doesn't matter. I could faint yeah. one day and it'll just happen. Like, it doesn't matter what I do. And I feel like every company I've ever worked at, because I'm younger, has always been fine with it. They're always like, you're tired all the time. I understand. <laughs> like, yeah. It's a
0: thing. never is, worked anywhere. It's like a core empathy problem. If somebody says, this is what life is like for me, and somebody says, no, it's not. Make it different. I
1: guess I have encountered individuals who'd be like, sleep more, eat more. And I'm like, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Like, there's nothing I can do about it. I'm just like, all right, well.
3: Guess. I think little, we're more knowledgeable and, I guess, understanding. Because now it's okay to kind of talk about yeah. that type of stuff. And you realize you're not the only person in the world. Like, that kind of helped me go get to my anxiety that I have for, like, one year in high school. I don't know what triggered it. But I was, like, really bad anxiety to the point I would shake in public. Mm-hmm. I was thinking everybody was looking at me. And then one day I just had to sit there and be like, this is so stupid. And once mm-hmm. I said that to myself, like it just kind of just, just went away. Now, I still have anxiety. Like, I sweat like crazy. Even though I don't feel nervous, I just drenched in <laughs> sweat by the end of this thing. And I'm just assuming if there's any anxiety left, it's just that way it's manifesting itself, mm-hmm. I, I guess. But I didn't realize it was okay to talk about those feelings until like maybe just a few years ago. And I was like, oh, are you into that too? Oh, oh my God, that makes me feel so better. I just thought like something was crazy wrong with me, but yeah. no, it's anxiety.
1: When I had depression the first time, I was clinically diagnosed. I think I would have been nineteen or twenty or something, and I had no idea what was happening to me mm-hmm. until my mom walked into my room one day and was like, "Why haven't you got out of bed yet?" She'd like gotten home from work at like five p.m. and I was still in bed. And I w- I said, "Why?" I was like, "Why should I?" And she was like, "Okay, you have depression. This is a fucking problem." And I was like, "Yeah, you're right." But <laughs> like, if she'd never pointed it out. I just would have spent like several years just not doing anything just mm-hmm. like it's like I, I talk about that period of my life like it was static like I don't know I don't remember most of it don't know who I was just nothing happened for a very long time mm-hmm. I, was, I was in bed playing video games no reason to leave at any point point. and I, I think that if I hadn't had a figure of authority be like this is what's happening to you get the fuck out then I would have like just stopped, stayed stay that way and I guess that means I was lucky.
3: And it's good that you were able to listen to them because most people were like no. I didn't that's have a
1: choice. Me. She was like, "Get the fuck out of bed!" Oh, I was okay. like, "Oh, okay."
3: Yeah, I feel like most people would be combative. I mean, I don't know. I think I, it might have been you. Any you ever actually, been combative 17. about somebody kind of diagnosing you with something that you don't think is yes. possible? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: personally, people on the
1: internet do that, and they will be like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> yeah,
0: I I guess I went through all that stuff pre-internet or before I was even seen on the internet. A lot of a lot of the stuff. For somebody diagnosing me and me refusing the information, Mm -hmm. uh, particularly in regards to interacting with women. Being a a sad, lonely boy who's also an asshole. uh, Had many very good friends, female friends, who I would, please tell me what the problem is. And they'd be like, okay, here's the problem. You're an asshole. And I said, that can't be the problem. I refuse to acknowledge that. (laughs) It it basically was that for about four years. And then, yeah, kind of like you said, I don't know how the brain chemistry lines up. One person says the right thing at the right time. And it just whoosh, suddenly your galaxy brain, and, and that was a shitty moment, because then I realized, oh, I have been terrible to a lot mm-hmm. of people all these years, and I have a lot of apologizing to do, and a whole lot of self-work to do before I can get to a place where I can actually approach another living person and say, let's spend time together, uh, and not have it be a thoroughly selfish thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, that was mine, of, of a lot of very well-intentioned friends trying, in a variety of ways, to get me to realize uh, some very bad thoughts I had about Gender relationships. I mean, it's like good
1: that, that you stuck around with or those friends, stuck around though. It's mostly I feel them, like them to being to Some patient people, with me. their yeah. friends are like, you're an asshole, I'm going to leave. And then that person turns into the whole world hates me and everything is unfair. Mm-hmm. And it just gets worse and worse and worse. And
0: then they go find a community that reinforces those feelings, yeah. which, yeah, I, believe me, I think about alternate timelines. and mm. I could have probably been a pretty big wheel in certain 4chan message boards. but <laughs>
1: I think about that too because when I was like 13, I spent a ton of time on 4chan. I could have turned out to be a completely different person, which is kind of comforts me because, seriously, I was like 13, 14, thought I was king of the edge lords, spent all my time on 4chan, was like, yeah, I'm so f- I am so, get memes. Like, I thought I was so cool, and that's who those people are now. <laughs> so if you, if you want any comfort if 4chan is mean to you, it's that. <laughs> that was me when I was 13. Oh, wow. I was like, I could have stayed on there and just turned into a complete piece of shit and just, like, <laughs> went hard down that path, and I didn't. They're I want to see the alt-universe 4chan, you guys. <laughs> Oh man. No, you don't. No, no, you I don't. Do you? It was there for a while. The, th- six, the thing six, with, like, I regret about spending so much time on 4chan is the shit that I've seen that I can't not see. Because they have these, like, beat the internet challenges where you try to watch really awful stuff for as long as you can. And I was like, 14, I fucking got this. And it was terrible. Like, I've seen a lot of awful stuff that will never not be in my brain. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, I don't
3: want it. I don't, I don't want to see it. 16 year old me still exists on the internet. Luckily, it was at a time where, like, you, you, people still didn't say their real name, or I mean, I was playing gaming, but I, I was just a really mean person. Like, I can go find the stuff; it's hilarious. But if you're looking, <laughs> if you're looking, if you're looking to bury me at a much later date, I mean, that shit's probably. Uh, I could <laughs> be like, look, I was sixteen, but I was really just mean. But I was also trying to get into people's heads so I could yeah. beat them in gaming. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah. I said some really off, off the wall shit. What
2: kind of stuff? Like, could you? would you? <laughs> Would you be able to remember (laughs) it?
3: I mean, the most fucked up thing was it was this dude. And I don't know why I I made him my sworn enemy, (laughs) but. Not only did Which you- Which game? Just so I know yeah. the stakes. It, it was one of those online persistent games. So like there's like a community with politics and stuff like that. Like because you log in every day, you see the same people. It was like a free battling. to play MMO or something? No, it was it was called Ten uh, Six. It was owned by Sega on the heat.net days. Oh, it, okay. yeah. It was yeah, one of those yeah, yeah. Like, like Anarchy Online and okay. one of those games where it's just like you see the same Pretty people. Pretty tight knit, yeah. But not only did his wife cheat on him with his boss because they had like this small like working business, but then he found out he had Tesco cancer. <gasps> I'm 16 oh, years he went old. after that. How did oh, you find man. that out? He, oh. he just put it out there. Oh. People were nice on the internet <laughs> back in the day. I mean, I went in on him, but oh just God. to try to get the competitive edge. I, again, I was mean, did and it that work? was the only way I couldn't, you know, physically impose myself on him because we're on the internet. <laughs> You're so also I got to get you. The, yeah, I'm also 16. I don't understand <laughs> testicular cancer or even getting cheated on. Um, but I wanted to get the edge, and I mean, it worked. But I just look back and be like, man, I, I could have found so many other ways to get him to make the wrong emotional mistakes in our battles, but I, that was just really mean stuff.
1: Because wow. I, when I was in high school, Separate Facebook boys. was <laughs> awesome. like public, MySpace had just kind of ended, I don't know, but I had a few girls I went to high school with who were fucking awful to me on mm-hmm. the internet reach out and apologize over the past couple of years. And, nice. and I did. Do and that. That. I was like, thank you. I didn't care that much, but I appreciate it. And like One of them was like, let me know if you want to get coffee. I was like, genuinely yeah. fucking appreciate that. And it was like, And sometimes I'll have a complete stranger be like, hey, three years ago, I was really mean to you because I assumed you didn't know shit about video games because you're a woman, and I'm sorry that I said that. And I'll never remember what they said, but i always mm. be like, thank you so much, like... I've so I would like, reach out to him. <laughs> I no, I did.
3: I, I did that in college. Like, I just went back one day, and I read, I was like, man, that's really mean. And I just went and apologized. And I actually apologized to just, like, I wasn't a bully, but just whenever I needed a competitive edge, yeah. I was going to get in your head. And so I just, like, went and wrote to I don't even know if this person's still alive. You should have gotten to fighting now, games. But Well, he ended up playing on my team later on in the game. Oh. And so that I think that was, like, the step in the process where I was just like, man, you was my teammate at one point in time afterwards. Like, eh, let me just... He said, my bad, dude. Like, I hope everything's worked out for you. I hope you're okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he's still alive. I guess I could go look and see, but it was mean at the time. What? Sorry, guys. Sounds like you were about to say something, Elise.
2: Oh, it, I was just going to say I've had, like, young men approach me at, like, Rooster Teeth events been like, hey, I was one of those people who, when you first started, said that a woman is going to ruin Funhouse. I just want to say I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was, nice. I was really wrong, and I'm like, Wow, like that's a that's a nice thing to say in person. I think not it's just also very like brave when people line. do that. Yeah. Always like,
1: thank you so much because it's like you that would have been hard for you to say, if you would recognize that you're wrong enough or that you were shitty enough to be willing to say it in person.
2: It's yeah, like, right. To me, you. yeah, to me, it's the like the say, saying it in yeah. front of you because you can people can hide behind their keyboard and say whatever, yeah, or say mm-hmm. nice things behind their keyboard, but yeah, I always think yeah. that's really sweet.
0: Yeah, it's therapeutic. Speaking of therapy, uh, you need a couch. That's what psychologists use. I don't know, man. Nailed it. Some of them use chairs. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you got to sit. Hey, if you're having a panic attack, have a sit on a Burrow couch that you can buy online. So yes, Burrow is sponsoring this podcast. Uh, like most sponsor this podcast, it won't make you go outside, and that's great. Uh, Burrow sells furniture online, and it's actually a pretty cool process. So you go onto Burrow's website, you can customize a whole lot of stuff about the couch, uh, how many people it sits, the height of the armrest, the color. Uh, everything like that. Shipping is fast and free. It arrives in manageable boxes, which if you have ever moved a couch, you'll be very grateful that it comes in like two or three boxes that have handles that one or uh, probably two if you want to be safe. Two people can move. And then you just unpack it all in whatever room you're gonna have it in. There's a, a lot of sturdy metal clasps that snap and hold the thing together. And then you just flip it over and you got yourself a couch. It's pretty cool. Handmade in North Carolina, which is great because I love America. If you want, uh, if you want your couches to be free, you can buy them from Burrow. Uh, they say they're exactly 17 inches off the ground because that's the average height from the bottom of a person's foot to the back of their knee. So no matter what, if you're if you're an average-sized person, this couch will be comfortable for you. Uh, I yeah, I, I suggest you go onto their website and check out the uh, the colors that they have. Uh, Stephanie, my girlfriend, is a pretty pretty high standards for couches, but uh, she's really into the mid-century vibe. But luckily, they had couches that matched her. Her uh, exacting appeal. So now I have a couch that I can sit on when I change shoes to exercise bike. It is uh it's been a it's been just a delight sitting on that couch every time I'm about to, I'm about to bike and after. Uh, you can get your living room ready for fall and save seventy-five dollars on a new sofa by visiting burrow.com slash dude. That's B-U-R-R-O-W dot com slash dude for seventy-five dollars off a new sofa. Thank you, Burrow, for supporting the show. And thank you for giving me a place to change shoes. Because otherwise I'd just be sitting on the ground. Mm Sitting on the ground in a bare empty apartment. Can you guys sit Indian style anymore? I can't. It's called crisscross applesauce. I think I'm doing that that
2: right now. Yeah, I absolutely can. Oh, nice. Can you? I think I can, I want to see if I can weave my...
0: Oh, you like pull the ankle up? Yeah.
2: I can do
0: this It's just not as... I I guess I can do it. It's not comfortable. So I'm not
1: comfortable sitting like that because of the various problems that I
2: have. I'll lose circulation in my legs.
3: So I'm always more comfortable like this. Got you. Well,
2: I just like my back sitting like this. Yeah, it could be that too. Like I think if there was like a Google Trends or something, or maybe this podcast where I sat like this because it just feels good. People were like, "Look at her sitting like a maniac." <laughs> <laughs>
3: I can't. Yeah, I don't think I can do good. that crisscross bullshit. It's not comfortable uh, to me anymore, and my legs have gone numb too. That's why I get up and walk around so much.
2: Well
1: so I did have someone on the the comments not that long ago be like, "I hate that she has her shoes on the seat."
2: they am like, mm. Damn, "Well, people. I'll clean them if you I'll, want." I'll tell you this: like in Canada, we take our shoes off when we go into a house i do the same. Yeah, you care. were who you are.
0: Thank you for watch talking on that, by the way.
2: <laughs> no, but like my friend Neil, he was like visiting me here and we went into my apartment and I, I left my shoes on. Because like everybody, especially in California, leaves their mm. shoes on. And he was like, what are you? He's like, Ellis, because we call each other Ellis and Alice. He's like, <laughs> Ellis, what are you doing? You- Leaving your shoes on. He's like, you've changed. Oh, yeah. you've You're changed. American now. <laughs> well, you were the one who
1: was no. on top of us about that in Vancouver.
2: You're like, shut up. Hey, yeah. everyone, take a fucking shoe. I was like, wait a minute. Oh my <laughs> God. I had a moment where I'm like, oh no, we're in Canada. Yeah. You have your shoes.
0: We walked Yeah, we walked into the Airbnb, and I don't think I've ever seen Elise that activated. <laughs> she was scrambling from room to room. Well, also, when I saw I was an Asian family that I yeah. I was like, so it's, oh, that's yeah, like two oh, double, double shoes. <laughs> <here>. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, I like to take. Elevate things a little bit. Bring it up. Uh, I, I appreciate you all sharing your stories, uh, exposing yourselves. But there's a gentleman who exposed himself in a way we can only aspire to. Mm. That's right. He's one of Lars's lads. What Omar, do you do? Hit, hit that button. Oh, yeah, you're, you're going to find out soon. There it is. That's
2: is nice. that him? No, not quite.
1: That, this, it's much too wholesome for Lars's lads. None of them have been good so far.
0: Uh, well, things are about to change because this is a real hero. Uh, I'm going to need you to, there we go. So a pensioner was banned from every farm in Britain for fisting a cow. Uh, yep, John Kerno, uh, one of, one of special Lars' lads, 80, was caught masturbating with his entire hand inside of a cow. Uh, uh that's a pretty, I was going to be
1: like, well, hold up now. Don't people have to put their hands inside of cows regularly to make sure their guts are okay? But then you mentioned he was masturbating.
0: That's true, uh, and it depends what hand? hole. <laughs> true, I got a free hand. <laughs> Guess I better masturbate.
1: I'm in this open field.
0: What are you going to do? So, yeah, a <laughs> pensioner from West London has been found guilty of two counts of uh, outraging public decency and banned from every farm in Britain after being caught masturbating with his hand fully inside a cow. Uh, let's see here. Farmer Susan Howey told the court that the first time she saw Kerno in her field, he, quote, had his left hand interfering with the cow and his right hand on part of his lower body. Dot, dot, dot. He was masturbating. You could see it moving up and down, and his trousers and his boxer shorts were at his ankles. Oh, yeah. The second time, said Howey, Kerno quote, had his whole hand inside the cow. And when he would realized he'd been rumbled, which is an awesome word, quote, he grabbed his trousers and boxers and he ran for the style, and he actually fell over the style because his oh. trousers fell down when he was trying to get oh. over it. Oh, poor
1: guy. I'm so, <laughs> How easy is that to do? Do the cows not protest? They don't care? <sighs> they're, maybe they're used gentle. to it. He's
0: also, probably gentle. If, yeah, if you think about it in terms of scale. <laughs> I
1: don't want to think about that. A probably looped it up. Yeah. Not,
0: I mean, it's probably like a Q-tip going inside a human's butt. And if you're... If I wouldn't he, be
2: okay with that dude doing that to me. I mean, yeah, Benson, we... His what the in the middle of a good meal, Last though? week, and he had a thermometer up his butt, and he didn't like that. Yeah, my my oh, yeah. yeah that. I was gonna say, he didn't care. Yeah, like, the, dogs uh, wrestling fart. Down. Yeah, he fucking it the other day and woke himself up because he thought someone touched <laughs> yes. his butt, and it was his own gas. Come on, Benson. <laughs> Did, maybe this man saw every, like, horror movie. Mrs. Where he needs to go. Maybe yeah, he's he's, mm. he's seen what Alana has seen on 4chan. Mm.
0: He's too desensitized.
2: You got, sometimes
1: you just got to comfort yourself by putting your, your hand up a cow's butt. It's probably really
0: warm. Do you think probably. it's the, is it
3: the cow or the sensation of his hand being someplace warm while he's masturbating? Oh. I think it's the sensation. Because then I would just get him like okay. a large pot of honey and just like here, yeah, hmm,
0: microwave this. Yeah, jam your hand. My
1: in guess, having done a small amount of research into kinks, very small amount. Feel free to correct me. Is that He's probably turned on by the fact that what he's doing is incredibly wrong.
3: Okay. That or do you it's... think he's
4: switching hands, You're warming up Ooh. one hand and then I, switching it I out? I think
1: it's probably a little more intense Ooh. than that. Because if it were that, pocket. wouldn't you just like heat up some honey in a microwave or something? Like heat, <laughs> get some some yeah. self-heating lube or something. Is he, he's, to I'm town. Like, probably not getting the cows off, right? I don't think so. I think it's probably that he's like, what I'm doing is disgusting. I am inside of an animal. I'm not allowed to be here. And the
3: cows don't mind. I think <laughs> the cows do.
0: Seemingly. Yeah. Let's see Yeah, After the pensioner somehow managed to escape Mrs. Howie twice with his pants around his ankles, he allegedly went back for more and was spotted by two sisters who watched him from 150 yards away try to have sex with a cow for up to half an hour.
1: Wow. Oh, okay. That adds a separate layer.
0: After watching for some reason for that period of time, they called the police who apprehended Kerno nearby. I do like the 30-minute gap where they're just like, is he going to do it? yeah he's crawling up there. No, this he is, fell this off. This is kind
1: of messed up, but when I was a kid, I was at a bus station and uh there was a bus parked like on the the side and I was sitting on the seat. Like it was parked ready to, to go and there was a bus driver sitting in it. No one else on it. Cause it was parked. And I could see him through the back door because he was mm. sitting on the like seat like that right next to the back door and he just had a book. And then I was just staring at it because I guess I was just thinking about something just looking forward and he moved the book over and he was masturbating. Oof. Looking oh. at a large group of school children. Uh. and again, I was really young, and I just kept staring at it. But it, because I didn't think about what it was, I was just there, like, yeah, oh shit. Yeah. And then I noticed what it was. I think that I, I freaked out, and I told the police, and I like got the bus number and everything. So I'm sure you got into much trouble. But wow. that's what I imagine happened there. That they're just like, well, that's What's shockingly going on there? responsible of you. And then you, well, I I was definitely panicked, and I like, went yeah. home and told my parents, and I had like freaked out for sure. Like I was not okay, but yeah. I was like. Bus number, and figure out what happened. And I think once he saw my reaction, he stopped. He put the book back. I don't remember, but I was alarmed. That's what I'm that's guessing alarming. has happened here. Okay, so 30 there, minutes he, they just... were off the side, they're just staring at it like, is that dude fucking a cow? That yeah. dude's fucking a cow. And then they had the thing that's like, holy shit, that dude's fucking a cow. <laughs> but it's like, you don't quite realize something is shocking until it registers.
0: That makes sense. I, I get that. What's
2: right. his penalty? Uh,
0: he know? is He's banned from every farm yeah, okay. in, uh, in Britain. Uh, as far as I, I think the case, or if there is a case, let's see here. Uh, he quote, just says, I a
1: thing for cows?
0: He will be sentenced in February. Uh, but, quote, why would I drop my trousers, he said. I never did it. It's their word against mine. I
2: never did <laughs> it. <laughs> I've
0: never my behind that cow. Uh, Colonel was found guilty of two counts Your of outraging public decency, banned from every farm with animals for the duration of his bail, but it said that he's going to appeal the decision and sue the police, <gasps> claiming he hasn't masturbated in three years because of the medication it's he's to on. Smell my hand. Yeah. That, Does that smell like a cow's anus? No. It smells like a man's. Honor,
3: anus. I maybe
1: maybe the, the the princess of wherever he's from had been kidnapped and he had to fuck a cow on live television to get away.
0: Ah, it's a Black yes. Mirror episode. It's uh, the, it's the, that's
2: the worst one, and also I the first so? one. Yeah, it's the first one and the worst one. It's, it's and, and so weak. Like, I it's had to.
0: Well, wallows it, in the disgrace of it so it, no, hard? No,
2: it just doesn't it's, give a strong message. Again, it's it's the, it's the unsettling. Mm. Mm. No, no, I mean it's like the worst. Like it's the oh. one that makes me feel like the. Uh, like, oh. My favorite
1: episode and the one that I think is the worst episode is the uh, the one where you can recount everything with oh, the, yeah. the contact lenses. That one fucks me up because it's yeah. like just a dude who's a real piece of shit.
2: Like that one's looking in and too. Yeah. Right. Good show, though. <laughs> Great show. Don't watch the first episode first. I had to show... Like, I was not showing it. somebody Black Mirror, and I skipped that first yeah. one. something like, she'll never watch
3: it. Well, if I,
1: if I exactly. Watch it. I'll usually be like, go back and watch it. Just yeah. don't watch
3: it first. Oh, well, I'm almost used... sexually active at 80. Like, he is. I know. I've not, I haven't seen Black Mirror yet. You should. I'm, I'm behind on every single TV show. I think episodes. the first season is fantastic. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm behind on Black Mirror, too. Because well, really... it came out... I go through these phases where I won't watch though. any
3: TV I because like I don't want anything to infiltrate my ideas as I'm trying to like plan things. Yeah, 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 but Then that. I'll jump back on because I want to stay, you know, keep my finger on the pulse or whatever you want to say. Uh, just know what's going on. So it happened in that period, and I haven't gotten out of it yet. I'm slowly getting back into watching all these shows.
1: I really want to watch Haunting Hill House. Hill House. What's what interesting? But I like I live by myself, and I keep being like, uh, is it too scary to watch by myself?
2: No, it's not because no. i <laughs> i started it with james and then i have a real, i have like problems sleeping a lot so like i'll be up from you know 3 to 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. and so i started with him watched the first like episode and then i ended up watching all the rest of it alone mm-hmm. because and it wasn't too bad i didn't think it was cuz i nah, had one friend who was nah, like do
0: not watch it by yourself and it's like, no it's not that bad okay uh there for context there was a point at which, because Stephanie mainlined it, she like she free-based free it, um, and I enjoyed it, parts of it, but there was also a point where I was like, Stephanie, Black Ops 4 is out, why are you watching this? <laughs> <laughs> like, Just please play Kill Confirmed, that's way more entertaining. But no, it, 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 there's a lot of good about it, there's also a lot of questionable things about it. Yeah, but it's no, it's worth watching. so a watch. brave. I, I, I thought it, awesome. it's awesome. She's
2: so brave. Solid, a solid watch. Yeah, yeah. For, for the most part, I don't I really regret watching
0: it. Although there were times where I wanted to be like, "What are you doing? Why? Why?" Yeah. And I think a lot of that is just you got to fill in an hour for ten episodes, and so there's mm-hmm. some, there's, there's some like stretch it out type stuff. Yeah, there's that some
2: sucks. bad acting in it too. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. There's some good acting.
2: There's some it's good bad. acting. and There's some bad acting. There's <laughs> some great writing. Some weird some contact
0: great. lenses. I never still don't really understand
1: how so much of The Twilight Zone is just so well written. It's so good. So much of it. It's there so are so few episodes who like, oh, that bad writing. I'm just like, how did they do that so consistently so well? And it's so well shot. Yeah, yeah. and
0: well shot. They kept it simple. It like, looks so much better than it has a right to for when it was made.
1: Some of them kind of are.
0: I mean,
3: not by, like today you have to write some really complex shit to the point where like if I look away for a little bit. I'm lost. Yeah, you know, I kind of lose yeah. interest, and I also you just I'm distracted by so many things. Yeah, that often then, more you grounded I a captive audience. And but
1: it's still good though. Like yeah. it's like if if I even see an episode that I don't remember ever seeing before, I'll still be like, that was a damn good episode of television.
3: Yeah, I mean, I've only seen one Twilight Zone. That was uh, the guy that just wanted to read alone. And oh, the, that's the probably in the most famous one. Probably, yeah, yeah. Although he could have read like this, but
0: whatever. Um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're poking holes into the Twilight <laughs> <spot>. Zone, <Try hot laughs> yeah. but whatever. It's fine. Yeah. We'll have a Twilight whatever.
0: Oh, there's... Man, there's some goldies. It's so good. The, like, pig face one is really good. Mm -hmm. Spoilers. Uh, The one that, like, Stephanie actually showed it to me. Apparently everything good in my life is because of Stephanie, but... uh, I agree. Yeah, no, I (laughs) agree.
1: My life, too. Otherwise, I'd just...
0: I'd be fucking tearing it up on fortune. But there's an episode where... And it it is super, like, modern sensibility of of horror or suspense where it's just these, like, four people wake up in a giant empty room and they don't know what's going on. Mm. And the whole thing is just them trying to figure out where they are and this bell like rings out every so often, so it's this giant like mystery that eventually has a really interesting payoff, mm. um, something that like is really lateral thinking, that for for a. A space in TV where, like, Leave it to Beaver was the most mentally challenging thing. Mm. It's really amazing that that show got made and the way that it was in the context it was.
1: If I were to ever write a screenplay, I would try to do as much of it as possible being dialogue in one room because it's
2: always my favorite episodes of everything. So Community, Breaking Bad. Like, I love that show. I have a show for you Mm because the show that I scream and everyone will watch and no one watches it, but somebody will watch it a year from now and then everyone will watch it here. And then we'll throw a parade for that person. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Is Inside Number um, 9 because... Each episode takes place at at a number nine location of something. So it's, like, in a number nine train car, at a number nine house, mm-hmm. at a number nine um, dressing room in, mm-hmm. a, in a playhouse. But they're all, like, those, they feel like plays in that respect, but they're all, like, um, you know, single set or, like, locked room. It's mm-hmm. in a, a, a restaurant. Stuff. And it's um, the guys that did, uh, fuck, what's it called? Two two English guys. um and it's anthology, so like it's all different stories. But they have they have like very Twilight Zone esque vibes to them. And they're, they just blessed, did their fourth season. Kind of You're
0: getting a lot of support from Chat.
2: Did they, like inside number nine? Yeah. Oh I man, feel I feel like Adam might have mentioned it to me at some point. He probably did
0: because uh, I've been. If telling, Adam likes it a lot.
2: Yeah. So he's... Oh, Adam likes uh, it. A couple. Adam. More, Adam. <laughs> Adam. I think like a couple months ago, he finally was like, "Oh, I watched an episode of that show," yeah. but uh, yeah, because I've been because tra- I've been getting on him about it for like a couple years. And it's, uh, it's so good. Because like, that
1: stuff, is, it's harder to write. And I, I think it's probably just because I like Shakespeare so much that I love anything that can tell an intricate story in dialogue. That it's like, th- that's the exact same thing when you're forced into a, a situation that's in one room to try mm. and create suspense just out of the conversation. Is, I just always
0: really love watching that. It's fun. this
2: show. It's on
0: Hulu. There's some good stuff like that in uh, Maniac where uh, through dialogue... They're really good about dropping little phrases that make you go like, "Oh, what mm. was that?" Uh, so Bruce has just joined us. Hello, Bruce. Hello. So G'day, Bruce mate. is going to uh, talk about another topic we got coming up. First, let me. Yeah, I don't no, no, there's mics, but uh, at least ah. at least had some shadowy dealings yeah. to work with. So you can you can. Um, I don't know if you want to stick around, Bruce, but sure. Yeah, you guys can swap out. But well, we yeah, we, we got we mics. We're experimenting with another another audio setup. Although I think for the stream, I unmuted them. Oh, okay. All right. There we go. I, I we'll see how it works out.
3: I've probably
0: like been it. getting judged about that Hi, particular Liz. cancer thing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys, I was 16. You'll be fine. But this podcast, is, uh, podcast is sponsored by Dollar Shave Club. So, Dollar Shave Club would like you to know that no matter what you do in the bathroom to get ready, Dollar Shave Club has everything you need to look good, to feel good, and smell your best. They have amazing shower products, hair styling products, toothbrushes and toothpaste, and, of course, razors and shave supplies. That's where they started but they're branching out because they want to supply everything in your bathroom. Now in the past, uh, we had the Dollar Shave Club starter set, which came with little samples of all of their products. They've actually kind of changed that offer a little bit. So now they have multiple starter sets, each of which costs $5. Uh, So they have a razor starter set that has the handle, a four pack of cartridges, and a three ounce uh, trial size of their shave butter. So that gets you started on the shaving front. And if you haven't switched from shaving cream to shave butter or shave gel, you got to do it. It's great. Uh, You don't get like, just wads and wads of uh, shaving cream on your razor. It's really easy to see what you're shaving too, as opposed to just kind of going over it and missing spots because they're all covered up with white foam. They also have a shower starter set. So that includes a one ounce of the body cleanser, a one ounce shampoo, and one ounce daily face cleanser. Mm. So if you want to spice up your game a little bit, aside from just bar soap and, and basic uh, shower utensils, shower cleaners, you can go with that. It's just also $5. So. Whenever you go to slash dude you get to pick from one of the two or both if you really want to splurge on yourself and get little samples of everything they got to offer. I'd recommend it. Um, I've been—I was a bar soap guy for a long time, and bar soap will always have a place in my heart. But I've been—I've been experimenting out a little bit. More sense, more experiences in this world. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> right.
1: sneezing. I'm trying not to, and it made it Oh worse. no! Let it go. Sorry. Don't
0: stifling that stuff hurts. <laughs> hurts to hear. Uh, but yeah, you can get those starter sets at dollarshaveclub.com slash dude uh, and get a little spice to your life, a little variety, five bucks. That's uh, that's cheap. I um, think
3: I'm actually gonna sign up for
0: it. That is should yeah. be really good. And I'm all about different soaps for different parts of the body.
3: Oh yeah, you, don't mix them. Nah, you are? Bar soaps for your privates,
0: body wash for oh, your I body, you face
3: wash for your face. Yeah, just you know. How come? Well, I'll the idea of people using... You don't want pubes
0: all over your bar soap? Bar soap
3: self-clean itself? I don't know. There's, there's question Rinse! Too, just give it a these, rinse, then. Yeah, because it's off. all just little no, tiny but, layers. Thing, but I just wonder... But shower
1: heads are super dirty. Like, even the water you're washing yourself with is full of bacteria. You can't rinse anything under a shower head and be like, it's clean now.
4: But well, we seem to be fine, though. I make it through every day. Sure, but your
1: bar soap's still pretty gross.
0: It's just the extra precaution.
3: Because <laughs> even... I think about, like, just leaving the soap there after the shower and coming back, you know, later in the day. I'm just like, man, how much... Fecal matter's been flushed mm. on that thing. Like I, I don't know, so I just try to. I try to separate it. What are you doing everything. in your shower, John? Listen, man, I've been there for like forty-five. Minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I got a lot of time on my hand, Bruce. <laughs> I got to fill that gap.
2: I
1: respect that. Yeah, no, but the thing is, like, getting razors routinely is small because I never buy them and then like I'll have a razor that's gotten rusty, rusty and be like,
0: razor. well, don't use that. Well, shit. Just yeah, scraping the skin off. Yeah, yeah. That's when I just get all those nicks. Uh, Harper asks if it's for new customers only. I'm actually not sure. Uh, I can go to the website, but I guess I haven't really checked out through it. So I hope it's not for new customers only. They didn't really specify in the ad copy. So I'd say go check it out. Try it. Who cares? Just give it a fake email. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, they might get mad at me for saying that. We'll see. Let's see if I get a spicy <laughs> little email. All right. The, the reason I wanted Bruce to join us is uh, Bruce manages us. Is that and... something to read? Oh. No. No, <laughs> no not this week. <laughs> I wish. Uh, no, I, I got a couple banked up, but I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to shout this out. So, oh, a little weird sound. Uh, so Jason Schreer put his put his little Triad. journalism boots. sorry. <laughs> it's fine. He put his uh, his journal boots to the ground and did some pretty good reporting, actually, on uh, on the whole Rockstar Crunch thing.
1: He does do that.
0: Yeah. Uh, so it's this situation was weird, and and I wanted to kind of follow up from last week. Uh, so we were a little downplaying might be the wrong word, but I think we tried to offer a different kind of perspective on work culture and overwork, especially in in a position that is seen as enviable, uh, Mm -hmm. if a lot of people want to get into it. And and presuming that Rockstar is the same way, I thought we could identify a little bit with that. The quote that threw this whole thing, that kicked this whole thing off, was specifically referring to a small group of people that were voluntarily working uh, extra hours on this project to get it done. And in that context, that was the sort of identification that I was trying to provide last week. It has since branched out to cover all of Rockstar and basically all of games development in general to sort of uh, provide a new swelling of uh, censure about uh, overwork or long hours or things like that. So uh, now enter this article, which is actually really solid, really good. Uh, It talks to a lot of Rockstar employees across the whole company because when this thing started kicking off, Rockstar was like, okay, you know what, fuck it. Everyone can be as transparent as they want. Um, which amusingly still leads to this weird situation where people self-censor or omit certain details because they don't want to seem like they're bad-mouthing the company they work for. That, to me, all drives to this weird problem where everyone can agree objectively that like, working long, unpaid hours is bad. Mm-hmm. But uh, projects like this at Rockstar and at Rooster Teeth and YouTube New Media and stuff like that It is sort of self-selecting that only the people who voluntarily work long hours or are that dedicated to the projects to put in the hours to make it excel or be different are the ones who get noticed. And that's just how it goes. And it's because of those long hours that a lot of us got to where we are right now. So to go back retroactively and say that shouldn't have happened or that somebody should have stepped in and stopped it from happening is weird. Like, I don't know where that solution lies. And uh, Bruce, that's primarily what I wanted to ask you about in terms of management is when, and, and there's no right answer to this, but what I'm really curious about is when you can tell that people are overworking or that they might overwork in the future, do you feel it's your responsibility to step in and cut them off and just say, go home?
4: I mean, I can't cut people off. And that's sort of the, that's where I fell last week. And I'll, I'll say, I'll sort of expound upon what I said last week, which was if I've, because I've run into people that are really passionate about their job and will work really long hours or weekends or whatever else that they need to. Omar is one of them too. Omar will occasionally come in on the weekends, and I didn't even know he did it. Um, and what I do as a manager is I sort of keep track of those people that I think are sort of on the path to maybe burning themselves out or getting close to like a small burnout or whatever. And then I talk to them as a human being and be like, "Hey, maybe you're on the way to like you know pushing yourself too far." Uh, why not? Why not scale back? Is there anything I can help you with? Usually, is what I say. Is there anybody else that I can give you work to? Um, like, can can I like shuffle this off or make this easier on you or whatever else? If I get a no, I mean, that's that's what I got. I I, I have a I have a no, um, and at that point, if somebody says no, no, I'm good, then that's all I can do. I can't control people. Um, I can't tell you not to come in. I'm not going to tell you not to come in because if you want to, like. There are lots of personal reasons that people just wanna to come to work. For me, uh, I've been through lots of hard times in my life and I always use work as a way to get out of it. That was, that was actually a great way for me to do it. Um, I, some of my best moments at work, uh, different jobs or whatever, was when I was going through really hard personal shit and I would just come in and be like, you know what, I'm just gonna crank it out here. And I would. Um, and I don't know if that's necessarily always, I guess, uh, healthy, but it was something that I did and um if, yeah
1: it's like if you didn't have that escape it would kind of suck
4: yeah. well i mean what i was gonna do sit at home and wallow yeah Be like no okay. um, Some people go to the gym some people go to work some people go
3: shopping right? yeah
4: it yeah their, their, they have their own thing so for me when i'm you know if i check in a few times and they go no no i'm good all right yeah you're good
1: but it is complicated because i remember at one point last year i i had I felt like I had to confront someone because they kept working all the time Mm. and could work on very little sleep and other people couldn't. They're in a senior position. And I had been like traveling for a month and I got sick. And if he had done a similar thing, he would just keep coming to work. And I had to be like, the fact that you do this and that you brag about the fact that you do oh, this in front of junior staff. That's different. I was like, you have to stop fucking doing this because it makes yeah. other people think, but he still comes in if he's sick and he can sleep. Like he mm-hmm. can like get in internationally and come into the office two hours later and keep working. I was like, you have to, if you do it, don't fucking tell anyone you do that's it. That's totally different. Yeah. Because uh, it was like just not good. And you're like, stop, this sucks for everyone else in the room. Well, that's, that's,
4: a, that's a completely different culture because that's something. Somebody coming in and bragging about it, yeah, um, and that's that's different. That's sort of also up to the manager to sort of catch that and and be like, yo, don't do that. Don't talk yeah. shit. Like basically, what you're doing is you're putting everybody else down by saying, I can come, I came in after this long, blah, blah 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 blah. I mean, like, and I've had, I've actually had people say that to me. We're like, but all these other people. Like they're not doing anything, and I'm I'm busting my ass, and I'm like, whoa, no, 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 hold on, you don't know the full picture on that. I've actually heard people tell me that, mm. and I and then I've had to kind of go into like the no, there are, there's lots of other things you don't see that you don't know about that maybe this other person's actually doing, um, which is a totally put me in a weird situation because that's that is something like if someone else is bragging about how often they're working, then what that does is it lights up a bunch of other people in the office and go. Uh, Either they go, they get upset and go like, "Well, wait a minute, no, that's that's not true. I'm working really hard." Yeah. Or they go, "I'm going to try and come, like match up to that person and then come in all the time." Those are both bad scenarios. Yeah. Those mm-hmm. are And and it's it's one it's kind of one of those like just you know keep your eye on the prize and stay in your own lane when it comes to those sorts of things because it's up to your manager to sort of keep track of what everybody's doing and what their time is like and all that other stuff. Uh, but that. That builds a, that breeds a, re, a really bad culture. I yeah, think. I think if so. If somebody's bragging about you know just constantly working or constantly overworking themselves, I, I don't, I don't know if that I would I would sit around and listen to that. Um,
1: People that, can romanticize it sometimes though. Oh yeah, they
4: can. Yeah, they, they totally can. And that's that's the problem is that I don't want anybody to either romanticize it or then or take offense to it. I'd rather just everybody. Trust that they are getting their work done, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and that they're actually working very, very hard, just like everybody else on the team. Um, so that's that's up to you know me or Adam in some cases to keep everybody going down the same path and feeling like they're working around the same amount. Mm.
0: So, yeah, I guess those are the there are two main social factors that I identified in some of these interviews that I've also noticed working on groups that like the the dual the dual whammy is kind of like one you've you've attained an enviable position that other people are just kind of baying for, so if you're working at Rockstar, or you're working on a a YouTube collective or whatever, that that may not be even real uh, fear of getting replaced, but the imagined fear of getting replaced, of knowing what you had to do to attain that position, and if you back off at all, that the next person's just gonna slide in. And then also that kind of like what you guys were referring to, this intoxicating feeling of being part of a group that is all just full gung-ho forward, and that yeah, the leader kind of sets the tempo, and everyone else chases to match, and then no one wants to be the first person to drop out, because yeah. that's kind of a, a social sign of weakness. So you guys kind of address the second part of it, of, of sort of massaging the s- uh, social aspects so that the person who is sort of setting the marching pace, telling them to back off, or at least keep it under wraps. But in regards to the first, I guess aside from just reiterating like, hey, you're doing a good job. Your position is safe. How do you then prevent people from working themselves to death out of an imagined fear of getting replaced? Um, I've, I've just been, I've had
4: to reassure a lot of people. I, mm. That's kind of what I just do as I go in and um, actually, other than Lawrence, you two are relatively new hires, but a lot of the times, I, I'll check in every few months and go like, like I've had people tell me, I'm really worried because I don't know that like, uh, am I gonna be kept around? Is Rooster Teeth gonna be around and blah, blah, blah. And I'm always like, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> like I'll tell, I will be honest with you and I'll tell you if there are problems with Rooster teeth or whatever else. But for you personally, your job's Totally safe. Mm-hmm. Like
1: that's why like, one-on-ones with managers are really important in larger yeah. corporate structures is yeah. because you like need to have someone that you can be like, I'm concerned about whatever reason. And,
4: yeah, um, and, that, and hopefully like that's that's something that I all sort of trust that you guys will take advantage of. You'll you come to me and be like, I'm stressing out about this for the last two weeks. Like, What's actually happening? And then I can, I can talk mm-hmm. to you and be like, no, 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 everything's mm-hmm. fine. Um, but I need to do that more often, actually. I need to just reassure people. I mean, me personally. I like the reassurance. <laughs> I like when people come to
3: me. I and like tell me. it too. Yeah, yeah. I've had that rug pulled out from underneath me a bunch oh, of times. Oh, absolutely. So it's fun. like you know, let me, just, let me just ask and just see. That's Make like, sure I'm on the right path. That's a good idea. I, that's a good idea. I, that's
4: I'm in the same boat. That's happened to me a hundred, a hundred times mm-hmm. where I've gotten just laid off out of the blue, and I was like, "What the yeah. fuck? I thought everything was okay." Yeah. Um, so I, I don't. Other than
0: words, reassurance, I don't know what else to do there. Yeah, that's that's one of the the ultimate questions I wanted to pass around to all you guys is that. It's, it's very easy to, oh, you're working like unpaid overtime? That sucks, shouldn't do that. But in terms of solutions, that gets a lot harder. Um, and certainly, like having the right people in management positions to monitor the culture and make sure everyone's healthy, that's fine. But do you guys see any kind of systemic solution that a company could put in place, aside from just having the right people in the right places? Yeah, I was gonna say team composition is probably your best approach to it. Um,
3: you can't just pull anybody off the street with the red, like they got a culture has to match. So I, I don't know because some people are just super passionate. They mm-hmm. want to come here and they want to work hard. And some people just want to, they just need a job. Um, you mm-hmm. can't punish the two. I don't know. Like,
1: honestly, yeah. I feel like Funhouse has very good team competition. Comp- like I don't want to like call anyone out explicitly, but at at least two other of the companies that I've worked for, it has been clear that there are some people who don't do shit And a lot of people who do a lot, and that the people who are doing a lot are holding up the people who don't do anything. Mm -hmm. And that creates this really gross culture as well, because Mm -hmm. it's like, but that that motherfucker doesn't do anything. Like, Mm -hmm. why am I having to, like, why are we getting the same salary Mm -hmm. when he goes to the gym at three and doesn't come back? Like, it's stuff (laughs) like that that I think, like, Funhouse has a very good composition of that, and that uh, I feel like if there was something that I need help with, I could depend on literally anyone and be like, I need help, can you help me? And everyone else would be like, let's figure out how to take that off your plate. I haven't had that yet, because I'm new, but it's still like, I I feel like the balance here is really good. And it is probably largely hiring, making sure you hire the right people. But part of this article mentions uh, adding the black bars to the top and bottom of cutscenes. added on a bunch of uh, work hours. They wanted it to be more cinematic, so Mm -hmm. they added on just that, like someone in upper management decided we need to add this on, which meant that you added more time. Mm -hmm. And that is, especially in the games industry, like in, you know, not the games media, whatever the hell we are, entertainment bullshit side of it, the actual games industry where they're making video games, you just need producers. People don't think about producers enough. It's like those people should be figuring out exactly they basically manage the individual teams, like exactly what every person can do and how long it's going to take to do. And it's like, don't undervalue them. Don't just hire someone who has no production experience and put them in that role, which happens mm. at a lot of indies, I think. So
0: yeah. mm. just
1: like, just use your producers as much as you can to make sure that you're managing timetables.
0: And listen to what they say. Don't add
1: shit the last minute. And if you do,
0: yeah. maybe yeah. delay. It's okay. So, but it's funny you bring that up because, yeah, in, in this specific circumstance, and, and I have only presume that since you referenced that specifically, that you, you know, you read the article, but they do, they do talk about how... It's hard to argue with success, and when the Hausers sweep in and make changes, if that's what they've done for their other games and their other games sell well, with maybe the exception of Max Payne Three, it's hard to say that. I know I do too, but (laughs) it it didn't sell, which sucks. But um, yeah, when when the the demagogues of a studio come in and say we have to add bars, it'll make it sell, Um, and you've already delayed it twice, so it's like do this. Also, we can't delay it. If your options are to quit or get through it. So you're, you know, and again, another issue was that if you don't work through the shipping of a game, you don't get in the credits, which is also a big deal for your resume. Yeah. I don't know. Those are those are problems where it's like, I don't think there's a simple solution. And just, I think we wagging your finger and saying, that is bad. Well, the yeah. The thing is, how do you and solve I, it?
1: I understand it's kind of different for Rockstar. Game's going to fucking sell no matter what, right? You're Max adding 3 black bars to, yeah, but it's it's Red Dead 2.
0: Yeah, well, okay. I mean.
1: That trailer's not like, here are the cinematic GTA, black bars
0: we have. It's Red like, Dead didn't sell. GTA numbers.
1: I don't know that this like, will what, sell GTA Five numbers, no, it but it'll still sell super well.
0: Yeah, I hope, especially with the build up. Um, I just the only thing I guess I want to impress, and the only reason I want you guys to talk about it, I yeah. hope you guys, is to is to like try to impress to everybody that it's not so bad um, for us. I can't speak for them, but also that there's not an easy solution here because, in as much as this problem is created by you know. Uh, very passionate people that sweep in and say we need to add black bars to things. It's also created by people who are working those jobs because they love the product and they want the product to be great and they grew up loving video games yeah. too. So there's not... A, a-
1: I'm, I'm going to disagree with you saying it's not so bad just because it depends on the context. For some people, it is terrible. The pressure gets to yeah, them and then they burn out. It can be bad. For, I just want to clarify yeah, no, before yeah. anyone jumps on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, thank you for
0: doing that. I, as soon can, as I said it, it, it I was like, awful. shit, that wasn't a good to say. <laughs> I know what
1: you mean. But I think... Like you know, when it's people,
0: done voluntarily. You, um, yeah, for no how much
1: people talk about unions? Like, I agree, they they need to unionize. But
3: I was just about to ask, do they have it? that? Because that's that's such a software industry like culture, and I just I've seen it all the time. The so industry I'm like, is do they so they new. Unions? Not really. Yeah. Like
1: Kotaku, this is written by Kotaku. They are unionized, so yeah. they automatically get like their starting salary is like one of the highest in in games media. You yeah. know, like when I, I heard, I was like,
3: whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> how y'all doing that? Like, just to write plus. about video games.
1: <laughs> 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 like, like they have a lot of uh, benefits that are really really helpful for that kind of stuff that other companies don't have. But I think because the industry is so new, it's mm-hmm. like everyone's still just fighting to get a job that they just so badly want to work in games that mm-hmm. no one's trying to unionize because then you'd also have the like you know I worked at IGN in a period of time where there was a walkout like everyone walked out of the company and were like if you do this we're not if, unless you do this we're not coming back to work mm-hmm. and the public reaction to that was. Like, 50% very supportive, 50% you should fire all of them. Mm-hmm. And some people even inside the company were like, they should all be fired for walking out. It was like, you know, <laughs> it's like we technically made union action. Ziff Davis, IGN's parent company, responded to it beautifully. They were like, we will do whatever you want. We totally understand. Phrase this however you want. We could get sued. Do it. And it was like, it was fantastic yeah. the way they, they dealt with it. But that's what unions do. And it's still a lot of people will be like, you should all be fired. I deserve your job more than you do. It's like.
3: Yeah.
4: There's a, there's a way to manage expectations, too, because I'm betting when they got hired at Rockstar, either they knew somebody or whatever else, maybe not always, but like, hopefully, somewhere along the way, someone told them, there's going to be a crunch time, and you're gonna be working like crazy hours, uh, probably for a few weeks, maybe for a few months. I mean,
1: too. I think you mentioned that to me, even very I, initially, You're like, I end of the that, year is hot. Because oh, I, I think I asked, I was like, what do you guys do when you have to stack videos in advance? And you were
4: like, this we, period
1: of time is going to be that. I'm like, all say, right. We
4: work harder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 And, that's, and that's sort of the thing that I like, I say to people, is I'm, I, a lot of the times I'm like, there are times when we're working weekends, just because we're working, we're traveling, or we're doing a show, or we're doing RTX or whatever else. Um, be aware, uh, it's not like if you're doing that all the time for months in a row, then that's the problem. But if you know, like, I doubt they went up to their, go to Rockstar and they're like, "I'm going to help Red Dead Redemption Two, you know, go to shipping, but I'm going to work a normal nine to five job mm-hmm. for three years." Like, there's no way anybody said that to them. Somebody was probably at some point was like. Around the time of delivery of this game, it's going to get really hard. I hope so,
1: because if they aren't transparent about it, that also kind of sucks.
4: It does. No, yeah, it does. I mean, like, mm. if it were me, I think I'd probably know at this point that if I was going to work for yeah, her, right. like, I, I would not yeah. just assume. Yeah, that. well, I think That's it's that it's that case.
0: unspoken social pressure. Well, Sorry. it didn't mean to interrupt. I apologize.
3: No, no, no. no. I will say it's it's not a pressure, or maybe it is that I'm not aware of it, but it's just my own, just my own work ha- work ethic is just kind of how that is. Um,
1: well, it's like working in games media slash journalism. I hate calling it that, but uh, November and October, November are fucked because all the games come out. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, Red Dead's coming out this week. We need to have seven videos planned for launch day. We need to have a review done. We need to have all these op-eds done. And then like it's at Fallout 76 beta this week as well. So it's like this week... I know everyone in games media is dying, mm. and none of them will talk about it, but I promise all of them are like ripping their hair out yeah. working late, and that's like that's just that period of time, and then Call of Duty comes out, and it's just like, November is hell. And I remember my dad last year was like, I'm gonna come visit you around November for Thanksgiving, <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 don't, don't do that any other time of year, <laughs> not mm. that time, and then they started releasing games in January, and everything just got fucked
3: up. But, <laughs> but, out but
1: it's definitely like a thing that is spoken about that's like, review period, you can't take vacation, no one's allowed to leave because we need everyone in the office when all these games
3: come yeah. in. I guess it also depends on the source, like the, I think the one thing about, I read like the town had to be changed, I mean, oh, yeah, I yeah. guess I would be maybe frustrated because the people up top, like that just sounds like disorganization, like why didn't you guys know that, unless it was just kept under wraps by the other company and they didn't know, so it's a last minute shift, so it depends on the source of that, of that culture kind of being I think pushed. I by like,
1: nature is disorganization.
3: Yeah, and I get that, too. That's yeah. sort of the issue with,
4: with like creative jobs like this is that, I mean, there are lots of times that we'll get just random stuff from Rooster Teeth. Somebody will come and, like, do this thing. and I'm like, huh? Like, wait a minute. That's going to take days of work. Like, are you sure about that? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> um, and, you know, a lot of times I'm like, no, can't do it. Yeah. Like, we're already maxed. Sorry. But some of the time, we have to. Yeah. And, I th- and that's kind of what this boils down to, is it sounds like the houseers were in charge and have built the business up and have made millions and millions, probably billions of dollars at this point. <laughs> when they come in and go, do this thing, are you gonna be the one to be like, nah, yeah. nah, we're good.
1: I would hope they have some kind of structure that allows some of the team leads to be like, this isn't possible, we can't. How about this? Like Maybe they can compromise on some of it.
4: I would hope. Well, that may there may have been that compromise, yeah. right? You don't even know that. Like, I I don't know, because um, that's one of those things that I learned more and more. I I would find out that people had actually reached a compromise,
0: and that was the compromise that right. we got. Right. So, you know, who knows? Um, but a, I man, that's a rough feeling. It, it when is. When something seems shitty, and then you realize somebody really like fought to get that for you. Yeah. Uh, that there was a blast shield that you never knew was there. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's, it's super weird. I I
4: don't. And, and in a creative field like this, things change all the time. Whether it's video games, or movies, or television, or whatever else, that's just the nature of the beast. And you're not in accounting. So in accounting, you kind of—I would assume—a lot of the times you probably know what's coming, mm-hmm. and every year is pretty, it's pretty much the same. You know, you'll get things tacked on, whatever. I'm just as a as an example, I'm not I'm not trying to trivialize your accounting job.
1: My mom's an accountant, I, I, I and I think I she would argue with that. I'm She'd sure be she like, would. No, no, yeah.
4: no, no. I'm, I'm sure she would. But every April, good but, God, well, at least in America. But that's the thing. That's sort of the when you're subject to a boss. That's what happens. The yeah. Boss comes and tells you what to do, and you're like, "All right, I guess I got to do it." Yeah. You know, like, really? you just do it. Yeah, Again? and that's, that's kind of what it boils down None to. None of us yeah. are trying to say this is good,
0: No, nor are we accepting a, of it. Yeah, We're just little, trying
1: to <laughs>
0: talk about it. There's a lot me. of indefensible things in, in there, yeah. specifically that people don't get credit if they don't stay through through the end of a project, which awesome. is kind of like, that's, that's some pressure for crunch. That's crazy, yeah. Uh, there was some stuff about how, like, people had to come in on the weekends when they knew the houses would be in just so they see people in their yeah, cubes and, like, walking around laptops that don't have anything on them just to, like, look like they're working. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of things that are objectively bad. Mm-hmm. But for me, the thing, yeah, I was just kind of focused on solutions. How do, how do we work through this? And given how it's set, yeah, union, uni, unionization is one. That's very expensive.
1: Well, Rockstar has so many employees, though. Like, even if half of them were like, well, unionizing, they'd be like, well, shit. Yeah. That's a lot of people.
0: And We're trying to make
1: the next GTA
0: here. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, yeah, given, given the pace of change and just how software development works, sometimes you do have to sprint to get it done. Because if it takes too long, then the Housers might sweep in again and say, I want the black bar sticker. And it can be this endless cycle of like iteration that never actually finishes unless you target two months to just blaze through it and get it done. So yeah, I, I empathize truly because I worked a shitload, I think we all have at some yeah. point worked shitloads of unpaid overtime. That's just the nature of the beast, I guess, especially when you're working in a um, contentious field. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't want to give the impression that I'm trying to mitigate any of the suffering that people go through to produce the games because I love the games and I love the people who make them. Um, but I do think it's important to have, like, do more than just say, that's bad, bad rock star, and then go and buy their game and play it. So, like, uh. So, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that with this stuff maybe there's a little more depth to the conversation that gets shaken out in addition to Schreier's reporting, uh, which, was, mm-hmm. which was very good. Um, A-plus, Kotaku. That's what he does. Yeah. Uh, so, Yeah. Uh, that was an interesting conversation. So, thank you guys for sharing. No, no problem. Uh, there was. Oh yeah, let me get through against that culture though. Like I've been in
3: places where everybody stayed till eight o'clock, and I was like, I'm done. It's four thirty. I can stay around and pep talk you guys and distract you, or I can go home, <laughs> get re-inspired, and come back tomorrow refreshed. Yeah. You guys can. And I don't know why you're here till eight. I think it's because you're like not efficient probably on Facebook a lot of time, but I've, I've rebelled <laughs> against like, that type of culture because it's just like, all right, my work gets
0: done. You're going to fire me for doing my work? Right, everybody has their own pace. Yeah. yeah. If your shit gets done, go. Uh-huh. Go live life. Come yeah. back re-inspired. The right, yeah, the right kind of managers will appreciate that. The wrong kind will say, so, you know, everybody's here this weekend, except for you. That's bad for Team Spirit now. Yeah, that's stuff like that. Yeah, I've definitely oh, like, not
1: worked with anyone who's done that.
0: Oh, but I have Maldi's had people
1: I've like, yes. I would obviously be like working late and I would clearly be stressed. And my manager would be like, What are you working on? And I'd be like, This and this and this and this. And they'd be like, Oh, that sucks. Bye. And he'd be like,
0: Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I've had managers say the same thing. Yeah. Well, get away from wage slaving, as they call it. You got to invest your money on Robinhood. So Robinhood is a mobile app that lets you invest uh, in stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission free. It's pretty simple, basically. You just link the app to your bank account, you fund your wallet, and then you start buying and selling, day trading like a mad dog. Uh, They say they strive to make financial services work for everyone, not just the wealthy. And certainly, the design of the app makes it very easy to see prices. They give you a little graph for each one so you can see if something's on the way down or up. Um, They don't really provide uh, advice, which is good, because that would get into creepy territory. So if you want to do your own research and kind of take your financial future into your own hands, Robinhood is the perfect app to allow you to do that. Uh, They also say it's a non-intimidating way for stock market newcomers to invest for the first time with true confidence. Uh, And yeah, it's having, like, getting into the investment game around 10 years ago, it's amazing how much easier it is now. Uh, going Going through old accounting websites was, it was rough. It was rough, since you had to open up your own special account. Yeah, they wanted you to like set up uh, routine funding. This, you can just link your bank account, load up money whenever you want, buy whatever you want, super simple. And on top of that, just to get you kicked off, Robinhood is giving listeners a free stock. Uh, and they list some some uh, companies here, Apple, Ford, Sprint, to help you build out your portfolio. You can get that free stock at dudesoup.robinhood.com. Again, that's dudesoup.robinhood.com. Uh, if, if the way the world's going is any indication, we're not going to have a whole lot of government programs to lean back on when we retire. <laughs> so it might be a good idea to start squirreling away some money and getting it into some other, other things aside from the mattress or, uh, I don't know, an Xbox One library. So yeah, that's dudesoup.robinhood.com for free stock. And uh, yeah, start putting some money aside today. So thank you, Robinhood, for the sponsorship. I'm hoping I can get a free stock?
4: I use Robinhood every
0: single day. Yeah? That's the, oh, really? Is that how you do crypto? Uh,
4: well, that and also stocks. Oh, okay. But right every day. And it's a great app.
0: Right on. All right. So uh, yes, yeah, so let's let's net hard. Alright, so the the champion, the reigning champion. Oh, right, right. Yes. I like when Omar interrupts you. <laughs> no, I, I love it too.
1: He hasn't come up on the screen. So
0: yeah,
1: the We need to see more There hey, yeah, he is.
0: Nice. It's really fast. <laughs> Man. Omar is Omar Is that a jump scare? Omar's a hair trigger. Oh wait, that's too early. Well whatever, okay. So the first one is the uh Tomatone. Yeah. Uh, we all know, it. we all love it. Oh shit, you we video got, up, what up? We got a fucking Undertale song? Oh, Megalovania? No, oh, this is yeah. very
1: Undertale. I still
0: haven't
1: played that
0: game. I haven't played Undertale. I know. Whoa, 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 whoa. I know, I know. No, it's tough now. I'll get around it. Boy, a weirdo's really descended on Undertale. God bless you.
1: Well, I haven't seen any of that, though, either.
0: Okay, good. Yeah. Come to a-
1: Like, I know it has fans, but I don't know why. So.
0: Come to it pure. Yeah, the, the homestuck audience really whomped on.
1: That makes sense.
0: But it, no, it's a solid game. and Having played it, I guess they kind of get why. But yeah, this is. Uh, I also haven't played though, really yet. Oh. Oh, really? It's uh I'm gonna be that asshole. Like if you're super into visual novels, your standard quality party is like I really like yeah. I, no, I, I don't, don't
4: know. Yeah. Uh, what's the name uh, of, the, of the, the, instrument? the instrument? Sorry? What's the name of the instrument that he plays? The Atomatone. Atomatone. Oh, it's, it's, like, is it called the automaton? Yeah. yeah. Oh. And let's he see
1: here. is the real Sully
4: G.
0: Yeah, that's the YouTube channel.
4: He never made his uh, watermark figure, by the way.
0: Uh yeah, he needs Sol-E-G. to get in there. So an automatone is <laughs> like it's a it's a ball at the end of a, a long, like it's basically a giant note. Yeah. Oh, so you wow. you That's fret the neck playing. and then you squeeze the ball and it makes a shitty little like square they sell wave. Them <whistles> in Japan. Yeah. Oh, man. So, uh, so this he
4: makes a bunch of different covers with that. Yeah, with that Got instrument. you. But... I thought
3: it was some weird like Atari thing or something
0: nah. like that. I apologize. That's it. See, the real silly oh, G wow. uh, remakes music videos. Oh,
1: this so good.
0: Starring the Atomic but also with the covers. Yeah, but neither of these had ads on them. Oh, I have. Alright, Enjoy us
1: take
0: a So yeah, he's, he's getting into that meme game too We are number one on this Yeah, it really is Rest in peace, uh, Robbie Rotten Oh, it even says it Yeah, rest in peace Stephon, Carl Stephon <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a meme game for this group
4: So he makes all, like whole music videos Just based on this on top of own Yeah and it's there's, uh, very good that's crazy. Yeah. It's really good. These music videos are actually very good. Some very of them good. are fully animated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did it take some? I mean, you have to do this
3: to go on covers. Yeah. So stupid. All right. Did
1: you see the person who mixed this song with uh, Kendrick Lamont?
3: Yes. Ooh. Damn, it's good. I love that. That was really good. I was All
0: watching, right. And I was like, where is this video going? <gasps> really good. So I got a, uh, I had to dig a little deeper uh, to find something that could rival. A or real silly G because it's been it's been holding the crown for a while. Yeah, yeah. I think I may have done it, um, or rather, somebody else did it by by making me aware of this and recommending it to me. So this is the ultimate Pokemon challenge, <laughs> wherein uh, a gentleman, right. a hero, I'm ready, has decided to masturbate to every Pokemon in the Pokedex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. And uh, here the FAQ is important just because I'm sure you guys will have some follow up questions here. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, yeah, this is just just for people to catch up. So, uh, not for shits and giggles, started it out of a pride and determination to become the greatest Pokemon master this world has ever seen. Mm. I began this challenge about three months ago, uh, and this FAQ is about a month old, when I saw a post on our Pornhub comments, sorry, I don't know how to add a proper link, that inspired me to become a true Pokemon master. I, uh, I was sitting there reading, and I just said, fuck it, the rest is history. On a real note, though, so he has to
1: try to find a way to masturbate to imagery of every single Pokemon. Yeah, he's using
0: the he's using the pictures from the Pokedex. So we're only
1: oh, so it's not like
4: he can use like porn versions. And we're taking him on his
0: word. It sounds like yeah, but why would you? To completion
4: every day or every week.
0: Let let this inspire you, Bruce. Uh, On a real note, though, follow your dreams, no matter how over the top they may seem, no matter what. Do whatever you truly uh, do whatever you truly want to do with your life, whether that's becoming a rocket scientist or becoming a photographer. Don't give up. (laughs) Uh, If you don't know where to start. Just start by saying "fuck it" and go from there. Uh, no, okay, enough put the ball. Well, some shit, go back to Pokemon. I
1: only I use only the picture that's there unless it's gut wrenching slash impossible, like Graveler. Shout out to Graveler, one of my favorite Pokemon.
4: Well, well what is Graveler? Hold
1: on. Uh, Gravel is a big rock boy. But big then it's a rock boy,
4: and then and only then. Hold on, I want to I want to find out what he does if he doesn't like. Uh, the then picture. he goes to Wait, Why couldn't
0: oh. Why couldn't he jack off to yeah, this? I could get off to that. Dude, come on.
4: Yeah, I would just take a little bit. Yeah, it takes a while. Uh, so yeah, he's on. I'll here, pick work. one picture I like, and I'll stick with it until I'm done. I like
3: using mm. masturbation to inspire others, though. So week 18, I inspired it's a pretty good job. To I a great
4: job. writer.
0: This is the uh, this I'm is the most recent job. week. Uh, looks like he got Whooper, Quagshire, Espeon, Umbreon, Murkrow, Slowking. He, wow, he's doing multiple a day. Wait, he so he day, didn't it's...
1: start with?
0: No, this is week 18. Oh, how This is uh, the, most how many... How many... the
1: first. Oh no, he's doing it in order. Yeah,
0: he's doing it in Pokemon. How many Pokedex Pokemon winners? are there, Alana? Oh,
1: 700 and something now. Sh- I think.
3: We've all managed to, on, man, see see here. to yeah, take we the carbs do. by now. So. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but
0: to Pokemon?
3: Obviously, you oh, would start with God of War. At, but, at well, a certain whatever. point in time, though, it's...
0: So, yeah, no bamboozle. Uh, he said he was going to start alphabetically. Kind of sad that Zekrom is at the end, but oh well. At a two, somebody suggested I do some in numerical order, so that's how I'll be doing this from now on.
1: 802 Pokemon right now.
0: That's shit. He's had a good clip. He's already at, what, 200? Yeah, he does two to three a day.
1: Yeah, he got to Gen 2.
0: See, on day one, I managed to get three out of the way right off the bat, but every day after that, I've only managed to get two a day, no matter how much I tried to get three, I just couldn't do it. So it's going to take a
1: lot of time. Oh, so okay, you can masturbate twice a day is <laughs> one thing, but masturbating to something that doesn't get you off twice a
0: day. So here's the thing, and a I s- I don't know exactly where the rules are, but I can look at something and think of something else.
3: Yeah, sure. Or just at a certain point in time, like the sensation. Mm-hmm. That's true. That'll be enough. that's that's really what it is. You just kind of use your imagination yeah, or imagery. I guess if you got to... enough
4: lube. Yeah, you should pull it off. I think here. So all right, pull it off. I, the thing is that <laughs> you
0: got. I'm tempted
3: to say this is
4: not hard.
0: Bullpicks, <laughs> nine tails, <laughs> Clefable. That one would be the, the, uh, one. Really the honor.
4: I, I well, feel like I need photo TV. evidence that it's happening. Oh, I know. Yeah. I don't want that, but I I feel like. Do so you I think you would go to
0: this much effort and not actually jack off to all the Pokemon?
4: No, I
1: feel like I believe he's him. He's
4: chronicling by the day. But I also think that he may be cheating and going, going to Rule 34. But,
1: like, what would be the benefit? He said he's not. To he's cheating. doing it to inspire Well, him. no, he said he, he if he can't get off to it, then he uses Rule 34.
4: Well, so that would be me almost every day.
1: I think it makes more sense if you just went Rule 34.
4: Well, like, yeah, no, I absolutely. I don't
1: have any beef with him going straight to Rule 34.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. I I feel like it's not inspiring if he did rule thirty four and I trust that he's not. Especially when he talks about ones where he just couldn't couldn't get around to it. I
1: don't care. If he goes Rule 34, so
0: does, it's fine. Does nah, he say does is. he say it's two completion every every time? Yeah. Okay. Otherwise it doesn't count. Yeah. So yeah, do you use Rule 34? I go to the official Pokemon Sprite and use that. I use the picture and that that's there unless it's gut wrenching slash impossible <laughs> like Graveler. <laughs> and then and only then I'll go to Rule Thirty Four See, I believe
4: I believe he's tr- he goes and looks for like a second. I can't do this, and then go straight to rule thirty.
0: Are you a furry, are you a god? What if they add more Pokemon, then I'll keep going. What if they add more after your quest is over, then I'll come back. <laughs> what do you do after all this is done with? I honestly don't know. Hmm. get a sponsorship. Oh, hmm. he's single, weird. get a sponsorship.
1: Then Ted was gonna
4: sponsor him. Oh, my, my last relationship was a nightmare, so I'm taking a break from stuff like yeah. that. <laughs> How do you that makes it? sense that he goes are straight to Pokemon. you dead and
1: ghastly? am I right?
0: He says, oh, here we go.
4: A lot of all the Pokemon jokes that nobody's <laughs> laughing at.
0: How do you whack it to masculine-looking Pokemon like Machamp or Geodude? Simple, really? They're all female in my head. All I have to do is just imagine it with tits or something. works every time. See, that's what I mean. You just <laughs> yeah. throw some boobs on it and you're good. Uh-huh. Oh, have so you
3: discovered new
4: fetishes? A few, yes. <laughs> <laughs> if it's something made of flesh, then that makes it a whole lot better. it's made of rock metal or just something unpleasant like a literal fucking moth, <laughs> then it really makes it difficult.
0: <laughs> yeah. What's the, what's the little balls with the magnets on them? Magneton or Magnemite? Yeah, Both the ones. one the lady was sitting on. That yeah, one we Yeah, I think it tough. was Magnemite.
1: Uh, I guess the thing is.
0: See you all Tuesday.
1: <laughs> I'm more impressed if he's just staring at the image, making sure he has nothing else in his head and just furiously jerking it.
0: I think that's the idea. He's just looking
1: at a Scyther and it's just like. Well, all think, right.
0: I think he's imagining
4: the Scyther with tits. That's yeah. what it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, that to sounds me.
1: kind of like cheating.
4: I don't know if that's cheating so much as it's just masturbating to Scyther with tits.
1: Because I, I guess yeah, if I'm playing with Rule Thirty Four, then in theory they'd all have
0: tits. So. Yeah, they would. If it,
4: if it were a, a woman doing this who was heterosexual, she would masturbate Wait. to.
0: Why is that one not Cyther? What's a female
4: word? Pokemon? Clefairy. Uh,
1: well, she would, she none masturb- of the originals are technically. Yeah, well oh, they're, they're,
4: they're none of them. Oh, well, well. they are now. But they, we, I mean, I guess you'd masturbate with, with a think about it with a huge dick, right?
1: <laughs> Do you think the women just masturbate to the thought of large dicks first?
4: <laughs> what else I, might, did, I did I was with okay news. well got some news right, sorry, what sh- else uh, do you think uh, uh, big pecs
1: none of that good job none of that no. well yeah
4: good yeah. not rich women by just masturbate a to cart cart the out.
1: thought of huge dicks uh, or maybe no.
4: uh, how no. intelligent they are
1: nope not no. that either none of
4: that What the? well what they masturbate well I guess
1: it depends on a woman but it's more like a situation
4: Oh, I see, put them a, in a romantic situation. A, oh, okay. romantic, like just a glass situation. Glasses of wine with a, like, at a nice dinner? Well, I found out not why that's sure, There's still a big sure. dick
3: there, though, is what I been saying. Well, there's a big it? dick at some point. Yeah, <laughs> it has to be.
1: Well, it doesn't have to be huge. All
3: right, well, normal size yeah, hard dick.
1: Probably a hard dick Yeah, is fair.
4: Okay, sure. Some
1: women maybe get off to flaccid ones. I don't know. I can't speak I'm for sure a I'm sure some woman.
4: women get off to big, giant ones, too. Why yes, not? Yes, yeah. probably. Why not?
0: I've been told it's what it's attached to. I don't buy that for a fucking second. I don't buy <laughs> no, that for that a really second nah, Bullshit. Ah, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're lying. What do you know about this? Huh? <laughs> nothing, nothing, <laughs> nothing. The guy can walk into the woods and see a rotting stump that kind of looks like tits, and he'll be fine. Yeah, he was like... And I can only presume yeah. it's the same for women. No. <laughs> it's that rock kind of...
4: All right, I'm good. I mean, yeah. I've known some women that it was that was like that, where they could just be like, bang, it so that looks it like a
1: dick and just want to... Just
4: knock it out right away. Like... It's like it was like basically like they could go down for like two minutes. Yeah, be like hold on a second. You know what? Again, like Doctor
0: Strange. You know what his head looks like when he's like going through time and stuff? That's their that's their wrists. Oh yeah. (laughs) 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 Well, sure,
1: but (laughs) I I think there would be a small amount of women who can just Google big dick and just. Get off to it. I, I
3: don't know about small. Choo enough. choo. I don't yeah. think
1: a ton of women could do that. I, I don't, really don't. I don't think so either. I feel like yeah. we got to
3: poll this now and see because I'm, I'm actually genuinely. Because
1: I also don't want to speak for all women, sure right? Not, of course. Yeah. So it's like I don't know, but I don't think there'd be that many women who just see a giant dick and are like, <laughs> all right,
0: <laughs> yay! Well, it's, it's yeah, mostly that's comedy. all I needed. <laughs> that's why like male strippers are—it's comedy. Male
1: strippers make me extremely uncomfortable.
0: Like, lady strippers, guys are like, I'm going to have sex with that. Like, it gets creepily intense. Mm. Whereas ladies are just like, ah! like, porn champagne, ah! It's yeah, great. That vibe is way better. Yeah. Uh, I, have, I have heard that ladies do like penises if it's a tender moment. So a guy, like, mm. it's, his, it's his night off. He throws the leg up on the nightstand leans over a little bit just you know some candles around uh, flower and petals no. pillow that's right a weird not that's that a weird either. thing little hollow no. notes on the hi fi no. so you,
4: you, mean you just put your leg up
0: and your dick no. is hanging <laughs> down
4: two things
1: about women don't necessarily just masturbate to giant dicks not attached to anything like a stump I did too and women don't necessarily masturbate to just romance kind of like oh wine
0: that I never thought about that I never thought about romance but slowjacking
1: no. And no, then like a lot of, lot of moans,
0: a lot of deep, hairy moans. Maybe
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little
0: more important. It's
1: like a hot dude <laughs> making some noise. Really, Maybe
4: lot really heavy, heavy grunts? Yeah. You like heavy grunts, Alana?
1: I get enough of those at the gym. Uh, I know. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Nearly
0: identical. Similar similar amounts of strain, too. Veins popping through your neck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hard nutting. Uh, <laughs> Real Silly G, Tom Music Videos, Guy trying to jacket to the pixel drawings of every Pokemon from the Pokedex official art. Uh, John Holland, where, where are you falling on this one? Uh, as a lover of music,
3: man, I gotta go. I don't know anything about that, but it seems like a very hard instrument to right play. Up. And I think I, right could to, I could masturbate to. I can masturbate eight hundred and two times. So, All right. fair enough, yeah. uh, Bruce. Who I'm are? I'm, uh, I'm siding with Pokemon here. This
4: Dang that's God. a fantastic idea for a subreddit, a slash blog, or whatever the fuck you're doing. <laughs> um, and. Uh, Really, it's a
1: fantastic I'll, idea for whatever the fuck. this whatever is. Whatever this
4: is, and all I need really is <laughs> photographic evidence. Uh, and and
0: so, I'll, what
1: does that photo look like though?
0: Just so like much. a dude, this with like a scyther. Is, on is it like
1: one of those cum tributes where you just, just came on a printed out picture of a Venomoth? That'll work. All right.
4: Yeah, why not? Like hot gluing. I mean, like. But be, he
1: could be masturbating. It could else be. Or just come on that but picture. I feel like
4: that's harder to not like. while you? If you got a picture of scyther there, just fucking do it on scyther. Just sit there and masturbate to scyther. All right. Amen. Either way, I vote for Pokemon masturbation. Never heard them called cum tributes before.
1: That's the official term. I didn't actually have
4: never heard that
0: term as well. No, I make it it. know what you the meant. But I didn't know. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Why do guys think their cum is so interesting? It's not. It's not. It's really not. It's really not. It's really not. Nobody wants it. Yeah. Nobody definitely very wants common. It. But again. But yeah. <laughs> you
1: might be wrong.
4: <laughs>
1: uh, you guys know more about women. <laughs>
0: Thank you. Oh, so wait. So women masturbate to come. Did you hear that? Yeah. Oh, that's In the what it
1: context is. Context of the cum. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Oh man.
0: He's <laughs> just like, let context. me see that goo. Let me see that goo shooting on the ground. There it is.
3: Yeah. <laughs> just start sending women the pictures of just like uh, face wash. Just pour it on the table. <laughs> Send it to
0: them. <laughs> that's mine, baby. Yeah. Whew. Oh get man. We got a I'm heavy. Cornstarch and water. Just like here you go. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Rose. All right. Who are you voting for, Alana?
1: I'm also obviously voting for Ultimate Pokemon as yes. someone who has that the original.
0: Alana, Kanto yeah.
1: Jim badges tattoo. That was on a me. lot
4: of bait. That's noise. what's up. You knew she was going to vote for that.
1: Yeah, but it's also that, like, a lot of okay, up today, clearly the automaton thing is extremely no. impressive, but is it as impressive as masturbating to every single Pokemon? No. Who's to say?
0: <laughs> you are, and apparently it's me. not.
1: And it's the Pokemon <laughs> one. No, it's mostly that I just want to change things up. I'm sorry, real silly G. You did a uh, great job. That's there.
0: part of it. That's part of it.
1: I'm actually still mad that the Banjo-Kazooie one didn't get through him
0: Oh, he yeah. got through three there. Crowbat, Shinshu, and Lantern. Yeah, It seems like three, two is where he averages, three is a good day. Uh, I wing? do appreciate...
1: Jigglypuff seems easy. Togepi is a weird one because that's basically an infant.
0: I'm yeah. To so then
1: Togetic <laughs> is an infant version of that infant. Ew. Yeah.
3: Yep. Yeah. He's got to ham over shit. the holiday break. <laughs> you got to get
0: through it, though.
1: I think some of them, he's <laughs> just like, not my proudest fap. <laughs> you are just sort of
0: upset about yeah, it. Yeah, no. He talks about it. some of them are, are real rough. Yeah. Uh, what you gonna do though? You gotta get
4: through it. <laughs> gotta get through it. You said you would. That's uh,
0: that's Don't what heroes do. Now. Don't let us down. <laughs> I'm basing all my motivation on this right now. Also, live I cheap. would I chat. donate
1: to him if he's my like, donation. Oh <laughs> yeah, get right. a little like cash
0: There yeah. you go, bro. Get some. Start a some Patreon. Some ah. Live chat's hitting us with a straw poll, so we'll check in on that in a minute. Nice to meet Can you masturbate to just big dicks? Yes, no, and not into dicks. Sorry, ooh. But it
1: has. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, no, I know what you're going to say. Because my
1: thing is, like, it depends on the context of the big dick. If it's just oh, no. a photo of a big dick, nope.
0: I'd... What about a man at a writing desk? grabs his quill, pens a letter to his beloved. No. And then whips out his big <laughs> dick. I feel like I'm more
1: <laughs> disturbed by that. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, what are you doing?
0: He's writing I didn't a ask for this. Letter. I don't know you. It's poetry.
1: Well, uh, can I read the letter? He's is the letter about erotic? Long lost?
0: Yeah, there's slow pans as he's, as he's uh, immaculate handwriting is describing how he yearns for his... Lost love, and then no, he just whips out his giant dick. If he's dick like and beats
1: writing it. something that's erotic, then maybe. Oh, if okay. I have like the buildup of whatever the
0: writing says. Okay, crossfades, right? Yeah. Erotica, giant dick. Back to erotica, another big dick. That's fine.
1: But he's erotica. M- but he's also masturbating, right? It's not yeah, just like, a still big And It's dick.
0: an angry masturbation, you can tell. Oh, no. Then maybe? He's just like angry. Like you can, you can hear it hitting the bass. He's just like, bam, down and down.
1: Well, no, now it sounds painful. And now I'm off foot
0: again. <laughs> I don't understand you, Alana.
3: <laughs> I mean, in all fairness, I did have a woman once say, Can you just send me a picture of your face so she could do that? I don't know if she photoshopped Instead it onto like, something oh. or she literally just was looking at it, but that was the one time. That's also pretty weird. That is pretty weird. What, your face? Yeah, just she your face. face.
1: What's wrong with You're that? You're handsome, but that's weird. Yeah,
3: just your face. Why, why not, why not I your whole body? I didn't question it. I mean, yeah, I should have asked that, right? Why not your whole body, John? Just. What
4: are you? A piece phone of <laughs> Excuse yeah. me. Hey, bitch. Uh, Ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs> what, what am I? A piece
0: of meat? Yeah. All
1: right. How can I vote on the poll? Because the answer is clearly
4: Uh
0: Well, the number's <laughs> up there. <laughs> One six seven zero oh, three seven three eight. Uh, all right. So while while we're collecting votes <laughs> from live chat. Valuable data. Valuable data. I got some uh, previews for the coming week. Uh, so yeah, you mentioned that uh, Games Journal is going to overtime for Red Dead season.
2: Yeah, boy. that's what we're doing.
0: So uh coming up on Gaming Weekly, uh we got we got some stuff planned. We've got um, lots of stuff
1: planned. Yeah, yeah, But we can't talk about any of it. No, we kinda can't. Not so, at all.
0: Yeah, dancing around no, the No, we don't have
1: anything planned. We There's don't. no NDA. We're or, not allowed to even
4: mention.
0: You're it. allowed to talk about your plan,
4: just not what you're planning.
0: We can talk, yeah, we can no, talk we about it. No, we can't. <laughs> we can talk about the content that we're going to make that implies something happened, but that doesn't mean that it did happen.
1: Sure, when Red Dead comes out, we'll have some content related. <laughs> yes,
0: Once yeah. Red Dead comes out, you can, yep. you can expect some Red Dead-related content, uh, like a segment in the gaming show where we talk about the game, and then another video where we talk even more about that game once we finally have it and are able to play it. You guys yes. have
4: already done that. You guys realize that, right? It's on the internet. that You it's talked about Red Day. Yeah,
1: NBA. but we can't...
4: I'm just letting you know. <laughs> That's already happened.
1: Oh, Simon! That's
0: already happened. Uh, so yes, look forward to that, please. Uh, whatever that may be.
1: Listen, uh, may or may not I just want you all to know me. that not into dicks. Sorry is currently winning.
3: Well,
0: there's still right, time. Come on, guys. Be objective. <laughs> be objective. Be objective. Imagine, again. Yeah. Ankle up on the end table. All right. Some hollow notes in the background.
1: No, but you're giving it context. I'm <clears throat> saying it's just a yeah, dick. just a, just dick.
0: a gi- giant dick. There's always No context romantic
1: context it. allowed, it's just a dick. There's
0: never a dick in a vacuum.
1: Sure, there is. Check my Instagram DMs. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we'd
0: explode. Actually, yeah, you're right. <laughs> is it uh, more, well?
3: You're the only person. Is it more fun if it's like covered up and it's more like a bold? Oh, I way
1: prefer that a silhouette.
4: Well, okay. okay, that's because yeah, yeah, that's yeah. like you know you're leaving it to your imagination. Ah, well, that's the same as like silk sheet.
1: So somebody came out a conversation about it just the other day where it's like instead of just a naked girl standing there, you prefer a girl in like lingerie, right? Yeah. So that's the same thing. It's like if it's yeah. it's in underwear. That's why that gray sweatpants thing took off.
4: Yeah, I think that applies uh, applies for men and women. Yeah, I think for the most part.
3: I mean, yes, I'll always Full frontal lo- nudity. I'll always take a naked look. woman. Always. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, sundress, re- sun- sundress season is a thing, and that's Amen. my favorite time of the
0: year. Oh, you mm. like the innocence, huh? <laughs> yeah, I like that's a woman to praise. Favorite time of the year. Favorite time of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Just need a couple songs for it. Like a big old floppy hat. <laughs> Calling us. Collecting, collecting flowers <laughs> in I a basket. Can go for that. <laughs> All right. I <laughs> uh, got another preview for you guys. So the, the long-awaited special. Board as Hell is coming up this Sunday, I believe? Well, it's already out um, on Rooster Teeth, so yep. if you're a first member, you Which watched you it.
1: are if you're watching this. Yeah, you yeah watch.
0: if you're watching this live, but here's a little clip for you guys. Hold on, I have... Ah, God, one of these days. There might be a way to make it so that VLC doesn't autoplay. Or, I don't know. I'll, I'll bend it to my will someday.
4: Hold on, I have an idea, Kevin.
0: Yeah, yeah. I can
2: use this card to take your crowbar okay. and then try and hit him. Do it! <laughs> I also have the, when, S- when Otis strikes, safely move a counselor. One counselor though? Yeah. But we don't care about Tracy. What? Right? I'm the scream queen.
0: <laughs> You're a hole. I'm going to take your, I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it. She's the best damn hole this camp has.
4: I'll show you that I have fight left in me. Do it, Tracy. Uh, six. Oh,
2: uh, yeah. Great roll. Tracy
0: I mean, gives Otis
2: HPV. <laughs> 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 One. And Tracy did it. Uh, Way to go. Uh. I was like, take this, Otis.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Get under it. We, we defeated, defeated it. it. <laughs> All right, now Otis is off the board. Thank God. <sighs> God. that was close again. You want to bang? No, that's okay. I had to save myself.
0: Sorry, that light. <laughs> the light shift freaked me out. Yeah, that was weird. That was weird. Oh, oh my got scared. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we also have some spooky gameplays coming up this weekend because we're celebrating Halloween. So here's a uh, here's a clip from Visage Part Two. Here, Pico, Pico, Pico. Wait, is it locked? That's right. Oh. Is this Wait, part two. He's gotta, dude. Spooks. Yeah, he's scared. I mean, leave Pico
4: out of this. Look at all. Oh, look at all the Picos. Oh, here you go. Lighter. Oh, some pills. Oh, what was that so noise? No, I didn't mean that. Uh, <laughs> did you eat the pills? I didn't mean to. Oh well. Oh, you're, no. you're sane now, so you might as well run for it. Man. Yeah. Oh, this I don't know. I have no quarrel. How oh. about your camera? Get your camera out. <laughs> Fuck this. <laughs> damn it! Get your camera out. <sighs> God damn it. At least light up the room a little. I'm telling you, a photograph of a ghost you could sell.
1: Oh, I don't like it. Not if I'm dead. Oh,
4: Oh, Oh, there's something in that bed. Is there? I don't think there's anything in it. I don't think I can go this way. Well, you can
2: explore the room. Yeah, just go ahead, Adam. This
4: fucking oh, camera is horrible. Oh, there's a painting. <laughs> just go. Use sure the lighter then, Adam. The lighter's empty. It. Oh, no. that's you gotta drop it. Make sure you drop it. I have that. so many lighters.
0: Did you drop the, the empty he's one?
4: He's, got, he's still got Why it would you somewhere. Do it
0: like somewhere. What do you mean? I'm he's in still the light. got it somewhere. Don't worry about it. Need more lighters. We're still gonna have to circle back around and go back to that
4: bed.
2: <laughs> Not really. No. We're good. <laughs> <Yeah. I don't laughs> no!
4: Okay. Oh no! Good light. No. Oh, stay near the light. Well, she's oh. just as scared as you are. Did you see her? Yeah, she she got like a way <laughs> It's like when Lawrence did his stuntman training. <laughs> Nothing. Th- these drawers are pointless. I wish you'd use that camera, man. Oh no. man, you would have seen her before you run into no her. No way nah, you yeah. wouldn't. Have. Yeah, you would have seen her. For a flash of it, yeah. she would have spooked him. No, we go back. Use that camera. <laughs> Put the camera outside. Walking straight into the dark. Oh, it's broken. It's broken Adam. Fuck, I'm dead. I'm dead. There you go. Yeah, use that camera. (laughs) I hate it! Where's she going? What in the fuck? (laughs) She turned around. I (laughs) hate (laughs) the camera. She ran away.
2: You gotta keep checking those drawers, Adam.
0: Alright. I
1: edited, uh... Just Adam's reactions for an Instagram video of the first one, and it's one of the most fun edits I've ever had because I was just like Adam screaming, Adam screaming, Adam being uncomfortable. It's so cute because he just gets all
0: yeah. He gets really scared. It cringes up.
1: So do I. I get terrified.
0: Yeah. All right. So before we go, let's see the results. I imagine that us being right will only be reinforced here. They're
4: gonna be huge.
0: (sighs) What? Not in a dicks. I don't understand. Well, throw that category out because those are the people who can't. Yeah, uh, they have got no taste. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'd say out of the people who actually have a sex drive at all. <laughs> There's only 68 votes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, it's a big enough test poll to analyze <laughs> <right>, more. Yep.
3: <laughs> people Thinks have made the world. sample
0: is smaller than that. <clears throat> well, uh, I don't think you can. All I've learned can. here is that people just don't appreciate a good penis. That's true. Again, men are the most discriminated.
1: That is the logical conclusion. <laughs> you're writing this in your essay, and you're like, hypothesis, men yeah. are the most discriminated, full <laughs> yeah. stop. In this <laughs> essay, <laughs> like I will... Sample
0: size of 68. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah. So thank you for watching my TEDx talk. Uh, we'll, be, we'll be back next week. Thank you for listening to the Duty podcast. Hope you guys look forward to all the content we have coming out this week. It's spooky season. We got a lot of that stuff coming, almost too much. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to do with we it all. We a lot. Yeah, we get, we get really enthusiastic about scares around here, but uh, yeah. Uh, Gaming Weekly is shaping up to be special this week. I'm so. excited
1: about this week. So. Yeah. yeah. Got some good plans.
0: And if you enjoyed this podcast, I'd appreciate it if you uh, leave a comment, leave a review, whatever, recommend it to a friend. That's how we spread, it's how we grow. Uh, it's good stuff. And then we get to do more cool stuff, like yell at each other about dicks more often. So <laughs> appreciate it, you guys. See you next week. And if you're watching live, we've got the post show coming right up. So see you guys then. Bye, everybody.